the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and over, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org. What what was that again? The um, 
still cold open ice fishing. Well, and Big Lake's been a mess, right? Yeah, and I was talking to him about it. Oh, there you go. Figured I'd start us off. Right. <clears throat> Hello, February. <laughs> <laughs> He's back, guys. He's hey, back. <laughs> Chad Arns is back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, welcome to Alaska Wild Project episode 102. 102. You know, as we started the podcast, I would always put a zero. It would be like zero five one zero or zero four nine. Oh, we're done with that. It's because I knew I was like, we got to get to hundred. Yeah, I wondered why you did that, but now that makes sense. Plus, it just is official, like with a show, right? Because yeah. you're going to get into the hundreds in a weekly show. Yeah. If it lasts, of course. <laughs> we're, we're built to last. You could still Ooh, say built zero one oh two. Now it goes zero one oh two? Zero one oh two. Oh, get oh, to a thousand. Well when you look at some oh, yeah. of these other dudes it's like, like military time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean they're on like episode what's Joe Rogan like three thousand, two thousand eight hundred and ninety one. Does he do one every day? No, he does like three a week or four a week, depends. Okay. Actually he might do like two in one day. Yeah, he probably crams them in and Yeah, so then he's free. When he's free, not touring, not doing other shit yeah. oh shit. right 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 comedy okay. tours he's a busy guy oh yeah dude he's, he's like ever up the, here he's like the rock there. yeah joe come hey, on joe. down i think as far as around. he comes up here is got a cold crack. prince of wales cold cold caribou call for you what what now i think it's close no, he, to anchorage he comes as prince of wales oh, with steve I, no he said he uh was it him talking about he did a show in fairbanks one time he did uh, a comedy show? Was it him? I think it was one of his boys. Oh, maybe it was Segura. Or Chrysler or one of them, yeah. Yeah. He should come. Someone should bring him up. Do a show. Oh I've never God. really seen his comedy. I'm not that big of a fan of his comedy of what I have seen. Oh, uh, dude. The, uh, uh, which one have you, you seen? I've seen them all. Triggered? I watch a lot of comedy. Triggered is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one. It's pretty damn good. Uh, who's your favorite? Comedian? Yeah. Oh, Chappelle. Chappelle. And then oh, probably oh, Eddie Murphy after that, but Chappelle, because he's just a, like, he just has genius that's di- it's just different. Yeah, it's just natural. It's like, just it's just different because it's yeah. like, it's so smart, so heady, but it's like as funny as Eddie Murphy. Yeah, and the yeah. delivery is like conversation versus yeah. like punchline, punchline. That's what I mean. Yeah, you know? like yeah. it's not just like goofy jokes or any of that. It's like. He can be serious. He can make the serious. Like, it's all relatable. You can't cancel him. That's how good he is. He yeah. can't be canceled. <laughs> yeah, they tried, but there's a lot of good new dudes. Oh, a lot. I like. Uh, you seen Stavi? His name is Stavi. Stavi World. Put him. We <laughs> pull him up on the Instagram, dude. He's kind of newer. He's a newer dude. He's like blowing up right now. I bet. I bet if I see him, S T A V V Y. And shout out to C J. He's the one that told me about this guy. He's just like, but his his funniest. He's got good jokes, but his like crowd work, like when he's like, yeah, talking to people in the crowd, is just hilarious. Stavi World, yeah, Stavi Baby. <laughs> oh, St- oh, Stavi Baby, yeah, go to Stavi Baby, baby, the Stavi? one on top, the one on the top, right here, yeah, the one with the check mark, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I've seen him. I've seen some of his stuff. I've never seen his like <laughs> stand up. I've seen him on like. His stuff's only on YouTube. Yeah. I've seen clips. So I'm Bluetooth. Turn that up, Daniel. Okay. It oh, is, is up. It, is it? Oh, Are shit. you connected there? Yeah, let me check. 
Oh, you, you got to hit the, no, the volume. Click the volume, and then we'll have to come back on the bottom of the picture. Um, we got a new oh, guy got on it, social got media. It. Yeah, yeah. But now we really have to start see. it over. Yeah. Okay. We'll wait till it goes till it starts over, and then we'll replay it. Well, I, this is not a good one. You should go to different. Maybe this one. This is like a podcast. I still don't one. hear it anyway. Well, it's it's still down. I turned it down so we can start oh, at the beginning. Okay, you got it, you got it, you got it. Um, scroll down. Alex football career. <laughs> Look at that picture of him. Go to Paris. bad vegan. I already like that one already. <laughs> Backroom BJ's working. Order. Oh, that's a good one. Started working out with a trainer. I was living in LA, and then he was. Well, like, this is his podcast. Oh, body, gotta eat meat. And mm. I was like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he's got a pod. Yeah. <laughs> I want to look good. <laughs> yeah, fuck animals. I want to look good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, good for you. Who cares? So I've been a vegetarian for. A while. <laughs> is your volume up? I mean, it's as up as I can make it go. The main volume? Yeah. It's like weird through the Bluetooth through the road. It's not like well, it should be really cranking. Loud. It's not cranking. Oh, here, hold on. Let me try that. Let me try that. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay. You want you, to, how about you this try one? this, try this one manual here? volume too? Try that. Up here. <laughs> there it is. What do you do, pal? Yeah. Um, I work in the back room at uh, BJ's. The back room at BJ's. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. They don't let you out front, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you were very specific about it being in the back. <laughs> like I don't want, I don't want him to think I'm fucking Mr. Fancy Pants. I'm in the back. <laughs> Anybody have a real job here? <laughs> what do you do, pal? Yeah. Okay, we heard that one. <laughs> anyway, he's good. Should yeah, right on. Up. He looks like a goofball. That's good shit. What you were talking about earlier? What uh, the Big Lake ice fishing tournament? I'm gonna touch gears. We, I wanted to touch on that. Oh, oh, oh excuse me, man. I was holding that in there. Um, Jared uh, Hickson, thank you, Jared, also for hitting us up, and he wanted us to be help him out with um, some of the advertise or not advertising, but sponsoring and promoting of the Big Lake concert. Or not Big Lake concert. Big Na- Big Lake fishing tournament. It's called the. Um, Still cold open ice fishing tournament. It's the one that they do over a matter of weeks. Oh, okay. And then they have like the winning. So this this Saturday, well, mm. if people listen to the show, this is we're ahead a little bit. So it was last Saturday. Yeah. Um, but to us, this Saturday is yeah. um is the like the final day, and then uh, announcing of the winners and all that stuff over the weekend. Yeah, and okay. we we're supposed to get together and help, but you you were in Hawaii, and it was just I just told them we couldn't. Yeah. Said I had to talk to the boys, and so my bad, Jared. Um. Yeah, I mean, would have I would have loved to have been part of that. I mean, it's just tough to be everywhere. <clears throat> so anyway, if we're gonna plan to go out and do something, maybe we can. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he said. I mean, if the, obviously they're having a tournament. Yeah, it's no, decent. It's, oh yeah, I'm sure it'll be busy too. Yeah, so it'll be should be good. Well, it looks good too. Speaking of fishing, uh, the Julek uh, Ju- Jamboree with the bait shacks coming up, right? Yes. Um, um, so if you're listening to this. On YouTube, it's today. It's Saturday, the eleventh. Um, we're probably going to be out there with our kids fishing. Uh, me, I was talking with him actually about doing like helping out with some of the competitions. I've been like rough draft ideas with him, and just like a uh, you know like a hand auger competition. You know what I'm saying? So you can oh like, that'd be fun. Things like that, yeah, you know, and some fun. like lake games. Yeah, you know whether it's like cornhole, but the hole is the fishing hole and things like that. 
Oh, cool. Oh, that's a good idea. <clears throat> so just yeah. some things to add stuff. And I think he said mm -hmm. he's going to have uh, a dog sled team out there for people that want to try to get on oh, there. The oh, kids wrap around. And, and cruise around and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, if you're listening to this, it's obviously January 11th, Saturday. Free event for all the kids. Everything. You don't need to bring anything. He's got the hot chocolate. He's got the rods, yep. the bait. The holes are cut. Music. Everything's there. Music's there. Um, so that's going to be a good time. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Uh that is uh, Saturday, February 11th. Yeah, hopefully the weather's nice because we went one time and it was straight just storm. Oh, when, that was the, that was uh, 2020. No, because he did a virtual in 2021. So I think 20 he did a was, virtual? Yeah, remember he said he did the virtual? Oh, yeah. How do you do during that? Co during COVID? <laughs> I mean, I, well, he was fishing. <laughs> Or something. I, mean, I could have swore he said I got he did one, guys. I win. <laughs> I could have some virtual <laughs> shit, but I never heard of that. I could have swore he said he did something virtual. For he it. did do something virtual. I, I could have right. swore he said something like that. Yeah, he virtually was, like, was the only one there. Yeah, virtually. <laughs> but we went last year, and it was really pleasant. It was it was like maybe twenty five. Overcast sun popped out in the afternoon. Great turnout. Tons of families and kids. I mean, there must have been. I don't shit, man. Two. Two or three hundred people yeah. on the ice, at least. Uh, what did they drill like a hundred <coughs> holes? Yeah, Miss Alaska came out, made a appearance, and um, the news was out there. We did a pod and, and had Alaska fishing game. Some biologists on there. Julie gets a, a lot, lot of, fun, of uh, ice fishermen, regardless. Yeah. Well, they like yeah. stock it too, like yeah. coming up to this thing. Yeah, oh, they stock it before. ADF and G, yeah, yeah. hungry fills it fish up. In there. Oh, oh they're, yeah. Yeah. they're stocked in Catch there. Catch a bunch. Oh, awesome, it's fantastic. Yeah, I, I was tripping because I thought it was this weekend because last year it was during the hockey state tournament, and so I had, like, this chaotic Saturday yeah. where I was, like, tried to – went to the derby, had to miss one of my kids' games, and then scrambled to her other game, and then I had to, like, clock a game. I went to the wrong rink, and so I missed it, and another parent had to fill in, and all the parents were just, like, looking at me like, yeah. fucking douchebag dad. Bad dad. Big time. And I was just like, yeah, I'll get over it. And then went and had an awesome dinner with Daniel and Alexia, my wife. So, but you I would, yeah, it was, it was for uh, her birthday. That was, that was Jewel Lake? No, yeah, it was that weekend, yeah, Saturday. Huh. Yeah. Well, at least he remembers. I know, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. About okay. you? Thanks for remembering your <laughs> wife's birthday. Thanks for doing that. <laughs> I remember the day. No, yes. I remember the day and all that. I don't remember the dinner. <laughs> Uh, where did we go? Uh, we went to a Kincaid. Oh, oh Jewel Lake. Oh, yeah. Coincidentally, oh, yeah. Jewel Lake. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We went to Kincaid Grill. Good food. Yeah, we made asses of I ourselves like that Grill night. Grill a lot. Oh, man, me That's too. That's probably one of my Ambiance is, uh, you know, a mini mall, but. <laughs> I know. It is a weird, like, spot. All the it. best places are in those. Yeah. Yeah. Hot Quarter Grill. Yeah. Kincaid yep. Grill. Yep. Altura. Southside Bistro. <laughs> right. Altura. Yeah, there what are the those fuck? funky Even where we went in Vegas, that place. I, I went to I, I went to this like twelve trip. course oh, no, you didn't tasting go. menu wine pairing in Vegas with a friend, doctor friend. And it was in a mini mall. Like we rolled up. He was like, dude, you're gonna be blown away. And like we pull up and get out of this like bus and I'm like uh, Should I go rent a movie first over here? I was like, I think this. Should, yeah, exactly. This looks like it used to be an old blockbuster. And then it was, uh, it was unreal. But it was, he it was, was right. Dope. It was unreal. Well, we like went and sat down, and we got faded before we went in. And uh, they like sat. Shout out to the Connoisseur Lounge yeah. and the Treehouse and AKO. AKO. 
And we need someone from Fairbanks. We need to Fairbanks. Step up. To Come step on, step Fairbanks. Up, Who we got Get up out. there? Tanana Herb. I mean, Tanana Boys. I mean, they're they're Pacalolo I Boys. Mean, they, they're a huge um, connoisseur um, too. Goods up there. Goods. Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the big one? Man, they're like one of our bigger customers. You can tell I'm not in sales. Yeah, <laughs> you just work in the back at BJ's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the back, dude. So the way back. back, back. Like you don't even know I'm there. I'm so far in the back. <laughs> well, we were in, we were in Kincaid, man. <laughs> it's like quiet. You know, there's like date night, date night, date night. Yeah, everybody's in there just like almost whispering, drinking their wine. We're just like gluck, 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 gluck. Yeah. Just, just come in from a day of drinking beers, like <laughs> <laughs> just Wimber faces and shit from ice fishing. Hey, man. Everybody's just looking at us like. You're paying the same having, amount of money for them Having steaks. such a good time over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop having fun. We kept looking at each other like, oh, sorry. sorry the fun police were there? Yeah, I mean, you just could tell we were getting the looks. And I was just like, eh, fuck it, man. We were having a good time. Yeah. Then I like That's why I, my, That's why my the musky is so high on my list. The double musky? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you can act like you're that. at the Pioneer. Yeah. But oh, you man, got five-star food. Yeah. That's very true. Okay, no tell me this. Show up. Tell me this. Wearing whatever. Always out of place. get the same. I always get the pepper steak. What if I would to get something else? I get the fillet, pepper steak style. Oh, oh, what you can, yeah. you can oh. do that? Or I mean, if you're gonna get other stuff, I can, like the cardinal is amazing. The cardinal, what yeah, is that? it's like scallops. Yeah, that's a good one. Shrimp, mm. it's good. Or a, dude, I just this Tabasco Cornish game hand is fucking off the chain. There's good. just some places you go and you got to order what you've been ordering every time. Like well, that I one never with, let you down. Like I went with Kyle to um, the Wishbone, Lucky Wishbone, and I just cannot not get the pops. I uh, get the pops every single time. Yeah. And I know the burgers are good, and he got the chicken sandwich. It looked amazing. Yep. Could yeah. not not get the pops. No, I... I yeah, it's hard. I got a, a roasted duck there once. At Double Musky? That was like a special. I'm pretty sure it like was I had an alligator musky. there once that was special. No. Well, actually, if you get there early, Ooh. they have they always have prime rib. It's never on. It's not on the menu, but they have prime rib until, until they run out. Yeah. Can you get that? Their prime rib is... But can you get that pepper style? <laughs> no. <laughs> you can get that prime rib style. <laughs> I can tell you they're going to give it to you one way because Dave Gonzalez ordered it when he was like, I didn't know they had prime rib. I was like, yeah, man, you got to, you just got to be here early. You probably always came late, so they didn't offer it to you. And then the guy, the guy was like, how would you like yours, sir? Because I got it. And he was like, ah, oh, the same thing. He's like, how would you like yours? And Dave was like, uh, medium. And the dude just stood there. It's like, we don't do what is he that just like mean? stared exactly. at Dave. They don't and do I was that. like, he'll have medium rare. And Dave was like, no, nah, man, medium. And the guy was like, so medium rare then? <laughs> and he just like walked off. I was like, Dave, dude. One, and th th now Dave would never. He laughs about it. Like he would, He's like, I can't even believe. But he just grew up in a Mexican family. That's yeah, his dad yeah. just took everything like that. Yeah. Medium. He just ate it as it came to the plate. <laughs> he was like, dude, no. I was like, you can't order a filet medium. <laughs> oh, my God. And you God. definitely ain't getting prime rib no. medium. Like, no. he can give you the elbow of that thing. <laughs> Uh, I, I want. I was. I made my first prime rib for Christmas. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, Came you were fucking pretty you were good. Posted some pictures of that, didn't you? Yeah. No, uh, that was that was uh, that was the recent one. That was the roast. Oh, okay. I had the last shoulder roast from the deer, but it was fucking massive. Yeah. Oh. I, I forgot I left it whole like that. 
Was that one that I gave you? Maybe, probably, because yeah, I, I thought I, some, I was out, I and then I was digging ones. around in the in the stupid yeah. sit down, the stupid cooler. That uh, one, oh, you got to get a stand up. Um, I have a stand up. I got two. Yeah, but there's like things in there you just forget. Yep. And my yep. wife wanted the roast, and I was like, oh, I'll do the roast. She bought all the stuff, and so I went in there to start digging around. And all I, a good thing You're that was the last one. I still got some. It of was those yours. Ones. No, I had found some other. I found okay. some, dude. I found, I found some 2020 sheep. Oh no! Oh, you still had sheep, dude. I was like, what? You were like, no. I way. just set it to the side. We'll <laughs> be back for you, baby. <laughs> Damn, where'd that come from? It's still gonna be good. It is gonna be good. Shit. Yeah. And I had some uh, backstrap moose that you must have gave me. Yep. Um, 2021. Mm-hmm. So I was. Mm-hmm. I'm doing better than I thought I was. Yeah. I still got like a nice arrangement of like, um, what would you call that? Like raw meats? Or, you know, I processed meats and then I got. Oh, like unprocessed? Like un- steak, steak, steak meat. Steak. Burger. Steak meat. I still have like, in oh. my door of my freezer is where all my like backstrap roasts, tenderloins. Yeah. And I, yeah, I like, I, I want to save them all the time. moose stuff like that, I have moose. I, I would have, take some roast. I have roast. quite a bit of moose. Yeah, I have quite a bit I, of roast. Because we love eating roast. roast. Okay. I, I don't have any. I, I was going to do it like roast. a traditional roast. Like, yeah, I'll you get, know, I'll get But I didn't have, all I had was that bone in. And it was bone in show. That thing was massive. I'll tell you what we'll do. I got the. I got two beautiful roasts. I had to cook it in like a turkey thing. Two beautiful roasts. I'll give them to you. You prepare them. You have my family over for dinner. 100%. How about that? I'll do it. It's a good move. I like it. We'll just show up with lots of beer and wine. Yeah, maybe some uh, some. Uh, Ooh, I'll do it. Some connoisseur treehouse products. Yeah, some uh, party favors. <laughs> okay, deal. Put, send too. the kids downstairs. Moose is about all I got left. Uh, I was talking to um, the mayor, mm. and uh, you haven't met the mayor yet, have you? Mm-mm. You need to. Yeah, we got to go to you lunch. You guys should hit it off. You we should all go off. to lunch. I've heard him on the podcast. Yeah, he's a pretty dude. funny dude. <laughs> and uh, so he hits me up because I was I invited him to the um, the meat party. He's like, "Tell me five things you never ate, <laughs> but you always wanted to." I was like, "All right." <laughs> so I was like, some, uh, "I said mountain lion. I said gator. Yeah, never had gator." I never had frog legs. I don't think I told him that. And oh, I said squirrel. I've never had, oh. but like not. not Alaskan, I don't have to squ- not, Alaskan not Alaskan squirrel, squirrel, but you know the ones you see those guys eating like the yeah, Midwest like the re- and shit. Like the red squirrel, red squirrel, the big, big ones. And then the last one. What did I tell him? Some coon, some raccoon. Uh, <laughs> there's another like white. Anyway, oh. so he's like, all right. So then he. T- I think is it badger that's good eating. I don't know. I don't think I'm. Oh, I told him beaver, but I was like joking. (laughs) I I told him I had quite a bit of stuff. Beaver tail is actually good. I've been well. I've heard mixed things on that. I don't know about that. Have you had it? Yeah. Oh, you've had it? Yeah. Oh, how do they make that? Um, I don't know. It was like fried. (laughs) Fried? Yeah, it was like fried. Mm. So he texts me back. He's like. Iguana? Question mark. I've heard, I heard that. I was like, I was like oh, good. yeah. I was Probably like, just like gator. Yeah. yeah. White, so white he says, I can meat. get the following. He says, you let me know. The, more, the mayor's got reach. This is his list, dude. Listen. <laughs> Alpaca, alligator, oh, antelope, shit. armadillo, axis, beaver, bobcat, crocodile, camel, coyote, emu, guinea pig, halal deer, iguana, kangaroo, llama, nutria, opossum, ostrich, 
otter, partridge, possum, peacock, python, raccoon. How many of you had of those? I, I don't think I've had any of that. I've had quite a bit of those. Of what? Of these? That list? Yeah. Rattlesnake, oh, turtle, water bottle. I've had yeah. a rattlesnake. I've had none Arizona? of these. When you Texas. Lived oh, That's okay. what he said. I had te- a rattlesnake in Texas. I had armadillo in Texas. Is that like yeah. a red meat? I don't. Dude, I was armadillo? in like third grade. Second grade. <laughs> so no, I can't tell you. The I, rattlesnake I tastes like chicken to me. It was still like on the ribs. I've had alligator. I want to try alligator. I've had ostrich. I've had kangaroo. Kangaroo, huh? Yeah, steak. Mm. It was good. Is it red? Ostrich is really good. Really? Ostrich, you, you know, the burrito factory used to be on Chevron and... It's still there. Yeah, but it used, to be on, it used to be on Minnesota and Spinar. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, now yeah, it's yeah. on the east side. Yeah. And it used to have a way more vast menu. And they used to have breakfast burritos with ostrich. Not ostrich egg. I remember that. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Yeah. Ostrich meat. And it, I, got, I ate that from like 15 years old working, doing concrete. I would eat that every morning. Me and Hipster. Wow. Ostrich I was good. And, I, and I was, I'm glad I knew about it because I lived in Arizona. There was an ostrich farm that I found on the way to Tucson. Yeah, that's, we've been to that several times. And you could buy kids. an ostrich. I didn't know And that. they would raise it and butcher it, and then you could come pick it up. Did you go on their monster truck van or bus? No. You, see, you know what I'm talking about? I didn't do that. It was like double-decker or something yeah. where you sit up top and drive yeah. through the park. No. Yeah. But we just did one of those parks. Did I tell you guys about that in Austin? I don't. Oh, when you were just here a few we months did ago? The, we did the drive through po- wildlife park with like, it's all African game. Oh, didn't you guys have something pick in the window yeah, or something? Fucking shit? ostrich, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, those <laughs> things are aggressive. Mean as shit. Yeah, Jamie, Brandon was Jamie, feeding it through the window and he was like, yeah, you just Jamie hear him like, Ow. Story. shit. And he's like, go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, I was, aggressive. Like, I was like, man, we're about to be a TikTok video, you dumbasses. Like, roll your window up. <laughs> like, these things are mean. I scare the shit out of one of my kids because they want you to feed them, mm-hmm. but they begin aggressive. Oh, and they yeah. tell you exactly, like, put your hand flat you yeah. know yeah, yeah. put they it out there they have my son it. like didn't and the thing just like just got him dude he's just like Ugh. i got a picture of him as yeah. soon as he turned around he's just like Ugh. <laughs> that's what my son did too he had it he was just holding it in his hand yeah and he didn't he didn't realize that it's a, it's a bird like it can't take it out of your hand we were just yeah. feeding this it's naturally gonna what it was but it's like a 1200 pound african like hunting game i don't remember what it was but it was the gentlest animal I've ever dealt with my life. That thing would be like, <laughs> just like barely. And this thing was like 1,200 pounds, big old horns. What was it? I don't remember what it was called. It wasn't a Udu. Like, I can't ever remember African game, but it had like wide what, what, horns. What they call those gem, Gems Bucks or whatever? It could have been. It was a crazy cool looking animal. Is it like a ram more than a. No, it's like a. Willoughby style? Like a. I don't know. It's. Yeah, is it wait? Is it more, one of those more beast taller, super fast, yeah. like okay. a fast? Oh, oh like deerish. Yeah, it's really short hair. It's like brown with white on it. Oh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the wrong. There's so many animals there. You don't. Yeah, don't there's know. no way you could. It, I mean, they had giraffes. It's it's Texas. Is a, I know, man. It's Texas so cool is just different shit. shit, man. That's a different just a place. simulation of Africa. <laughs> Dude, it is like they just. They have, I think I heard someone told me that they have more, there's more lions and tigers in the state of Texas I, I think than I heard in the rest too. of the world. Mm. What is that? Yeah, Ni- there is. What is that? Ni- That's Nigel, some- Nigel, 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 Nigel. That's super good eating. I didn't, 
I really wanted to go to this re- man, I don't know how I blew that when I was down there. I really wanted to go to this restaurant in um Austin that's like famous and they serve game meats. I think it's oh. called Antler. Or that might be the one in Canada. There's another one that's like Yeah, they're allowed to do that shit down there. <laughs> yeah, Nil Guy. That's what's called. Nil I said guy. I said oh, Nil Guy. Nil Guy. Yeah. It's supposed to be some of the most amazing meat. I've never had. I was wondering if it was one of those, but they nail don't. Nilgai or mulgai? No, they're black. Is it N or M? Little, little, little tiny horns. Nail no, guy. it's like black and white, like almost zebra-ish, right? Uh, mulgai. Isn't it a uh, mulgai? It might have some like white on it, but it's mostly black. With, like, Pull that up. Put, I, I will. I think I, it's at the M. So so Steve Ranella and his team was down there, and, and they hunted. Well, they did a harvest, more or less. It wasn't really a hunt. And and the dude they were hunting with has a restaurant, and... um. That's he a serves that's, it. that's a female, restaurant. Right? They're different colors. They had those at this place, this drive-through thing we went to, though. See, the females are brown, like that, and then oh, the, ma- and the males the, are like black. The with males white are like male more guy. black, oh, like like this one here. Yeah, and and they're like I think eight hundred pounds. Oh, they're they're pretty else. big, maybe like the size of an elk. Yeah, they're, that's I the size of an elk. Yeah, they're huge. Well, you saw you saw this guy. It next looks to it, right? looks like a that's looks like a white tail deer. That's the side of it's fat. Oh yeah, that a, is big. It's a big bastard. Yeah, they're the size of a. Um, so what's a mole guy? Is there a mole guy? Oh, here's a big male. Or no, this is probably a female. Or is this a big male? I think it's a male. Yeah. But the, the, I I mean they cooked it up and it, it was on it was on the uh, meat eater on the Netflix show yeah. and um, man they're amazing. Oh, is it that redhead dude who's the chef? Yes, yes. And they, they yeah, caught, it's his caught all the fish yeah. in, uh, in Austin. Yeah. Yeah, pretty sick, man. Damn, we should go to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, good well, so hold on a second. So how does the mayor, he's got access to all this shit through through hookups in Texas? Is that what? Yeah, I guess wow. there's, there's military boys or I mean, something. he's got connections in many different, his conglomerates, as he would say. <laughs> no, his <laughs> constituents. Constituents, yeah. my So what are you gonna pick off that list? Oh, uh, um, I was thinking. Did you already pick? No, I haven't picked. Can I we can picked. we throw in Rocky Mountain oysters in there? Oh, we can have some sheep nuts next year, hopefully. Well, I meant like if we you can only get eat a, those in the field, though. If we, I know, then you they're <laughs> very limited because you, you might you only get two. Like one sheep. Maybe you, you might get <laughs> Maybe two four. sheep. You get four. Everybody gets one. <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking. I don't think you'll need a whole. The sheep nuts are pretty big. Yeah. Oh my like, God, dude! Should I should I show you guys the video, man? Things are huge. Yeah, these, put that up. These nuts, bro! Oh my God, you guys! Those, gotta, th- those are like uh, Jesus cantaloupe. Can between the cantaloupe and orange, those ones. Yeah, the ones you're about like, to pull up. It's definitely a uh, what's that? What's that size? Grapefruit. There? Grapefruit. There you go. Yeah, you guys keep talking. <laughs> it's weird because like I know these, I don't even think I've ever nuts even on seen nuts sheep on a moose. They're tiny. Um, I'm gonna tell them. I'm gonna tell them uh, ostrich because you're talking about it. I do want to try iguana. Um, access. I've never tried the access. Access and alligator. Yeah. Gator sounds good. And then yeah. if you can find mountain lion, I really want to eat mountain lion. I want to try it, dude. It's unbelievable. I've seen it cooked. I've seen it. It's it looks good. looks beautiful. Yeah, it looks like pork. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna pull this up in a second, boys. Yeah, it looks good. Kind of even cooks like pork, too, I guess I would say. Yeah. It's good. 
I heard Lynx is great too. I was trying to get Lynx. I was wondering about that. Is it party? What about Bobcat? All them cats got to be similar, right? I would imagine. But mountain lion, Mm. a lot bigger. Yeah, you can get a real big piece. Yeah, did you see the one that that football? Yeah, Denver Broncos guy got that thing's massive, and he's massive. Yeah, he's six five. (laughs) It makes him look like a regular dude. Oh, Chad, you know that we had our boy. Jake on. Oh, Frank and, uh, the Tank. This, this is Frank the Tank from Kodiak. Do oh, we got, so we got it up right now. Let's just take a quick look. Oh, yeah. I've seen I've seen someone related to him. <laughs> That's what popped its head out on my gut pile. Look Frank, Frank the Tank's cousin Dale. They look like they don't have ears and shit. Yeah. yeah. This thing is just. There's no neck. Yeah, they, they, they had him at just close potentially 11, 11 foot, 30 inch skull. Right, guys, was I guessing he is? Yeah, one of his or like get uh, was that it guides or who who was it that said that? Did someone take it? Uh, he got to a hundred yards with his bow and and he sp- he blew the stock. He spooked him up. He like stepped on some water, like marshy, kind of like squishy water, and it like and it. So he did. He couldn't get a shot at hundred. I don't think so. I think he was looking to get right way, when he got way there. closer. Yeah. I wouldn't have. So if you get the Chugiat, Chugach sheep, is it the Chugach? Oh, shit. Draw no, no, it here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. So this dude. Okay. So Brandon's pulling up. Remember the Rams? These are the Rams, Rams that you and Gabe found. And just. the just Up dude, there in Upper just, House? Just it's not it. that. Okay. May, okay. So that's not grapefruit. That's more. Uh, well, that's pretty far tangerine. away. Tangerine. Tangerine. I mean, they're just hanging, dude. Yeah, <laughs> just I mean, that's keeps a like young, that's a young dude. Yeah, these are those rams that you and Gabe saw. Oh. Is that middle? Is it, is one of those the one you guys got? That no. middle one that's laying no. down. No, no. they were all sub no? no. Watch when he lays down, though. He's these like, are the yeah. ones we saw when I was, when we were broke when I was broke down. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that one's quite close though. Huh? No. Yeah, he he gives no. us a pretty good view here, and it's. No, you can tell he's not. He's, he's not. Two, he's two years yeah. away. He's Here you go, right? Five. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's to the eyeball, but not to the base. He looks like he's at like five years old, maybe. But we got close to these guys, and then those big those caribou came and blew him out. But look at that picture there, dude, on the right. This one here. It's a, ba- oh, it's a pixelated, yeah. crappy photo, but it looks like a looks painting. like a painting. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. Down Kodiak. We were talking about nuts. Yeah, I just Kodiak. had to show you guys those ram fucking nuts. Huge. I was wondering what they look like out of the sack. <laughs> <laughs> so what are they like? Well, they uh, keep the sack too, it. don't they? They make like a coin holder. <laughs> I don't, I that's what they used up. to I do. Did yeah, not keep the sack. <laughs> he didn't keep the sack, Doc. <laughs> I might have to just keep a set of ram nuts the next chance I get. If I ever what get would a I chance. keep in there? I'd want a heart and just make one of these things. That you Twirl in your hand. <laughs> Stress ball. Stress ball. <laughs> uh, right. Link, 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 link. Do it. Just Do get them bronzed no, hey, or no, something. Hey, you ask, know? Him, ask him for real if he can get some Rocky Mountain oysters. Like, if we get, like, say, maybe like three dozen and then. <laughs> Holy we can barely shit, get eggs, bro. dog. Climb out. No, hold on. Well, <laughs> three three dozen. Nuts. Well, because there's probably going to be 200 plus people at the party. I know. You're asking a guy to get the nuts. That's a lot of game. Yeah, man. He's going to kill the whole herd out there. Oh, no, are no, you no. Think, oh, you're thinking oh, like not beef? sheep nuts, bro. Like, whatever, like oh, Rocky nuts. Mountain oysters, like real Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm, asking, I'm asking if the, if the oh, mayor. Oh, oh, okay, mayor, you hear this? All right, let's see what kind of pool you really got. Costco yeah, I want to see some, some nuts, dog. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I just thought if we got like a pile and cooked them up really good and had them out just with some. Yeah, that, fry that's, them all that's up. actually yeah, a pretty good idea. Yeah, with a toothpick and I'm just. <laughs> oh, man, I was thinking like Butter poached. Nuts. You know how they get the, or the oh, soft gross. boil? Oh, <laughs> that's gross. Still a little slimy. Getting carried soft away boil. now. <laughs> I'm not having softball. Yeah, no. all of a sudden that ostrich doesn't sound. So good. you've had it, sheep nuts. Yeah, yeah. In Do the they field? slice it thin and just like fry it like a thin potato, or is it whole? I cooked them um, like a meatball. I just like follow, I, actually I followed a Rennell as like butter nuts is what he called it. <laughs> it's just cooked in butter. Oh, just rolled around. It needed seasoning bad. Mm. I was uh, the, I wasn't very impressed with it. What's the color when you slice into it? brown it's like gray mm. uh, like a bratwurst like an overboiled it egg. looks like a bratwurst oh like a bratwurst. even the consistency is kind of like it's like stiff liver do you just like chomp it all or do you slice it i had it sliced up and i cooked it sliced okay i bet if you stewed that up in like some sort of like like you would meatballs. I'm sure there's a you know? better recipe than what i did um it needed salt and pepper pretty did bad it look veiny? Did it look veiny like that <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that it, dude? <laughs> those are buck nuts. Yeah. <laughs> People eat those? Yeah. Yeah, they I do. Mean, I mean, that was his his recipe was was deer nuts. It was You cut off sheep. that little I think those are that? those are completely removed from the scrotum. Yeah. And those are just the yep. nut. And you would then cook those. Yes. I'm just thinking like in garlic butter just like shh. Yeah. Fry them you up. need Yeah, I, Is I, it going to I would have done it different. No. Is it going to pop? It's not. It's going to pop. Like I cut it because I didn't want that There's any to juice that comes out, okay. I would be fucking. I was like, <laughs> the last thing I. <laughs> yeah. No more mayonnaise. No more fucking ranch. Like, I'm done, dude. Yeah, uh, man. I go straight there. Oh, That's dude. why I cut it up because I was God like, I don't it, want dude. this to be like. Uh, like just bite in. It's like a up. deep fried mushroom. <laughs> or, or it's like a. Like, like a I'm not trying to get hot nuts sprayed on me. Like a gusher. Like this. <laughs> you know the candy like the oh yeah oh, yeah oh man oh shit dude oh it's nasty i'm gonna go ahead and get that all right the let's move on okay right, there we go there we go we are recording a podcast this is a family show i think yeah no i just put no kids on the youtube channel <laughs> this is not for kids rated r rated yeah. r <laughs> uh okay let's take a quick break actually let's, let's do okay. that <laughs> Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best Alaskan-proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain. Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear, or the shale-infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for dull sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska. Tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of Alaska. These products were designed for high performance and durability. Frontier Gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. Stop in at Barney Sports Chalet in Anchorage on Northern Lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at barneysports.com. 
the Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaska public lands, waters, and wildlife. From national level policy work to engagement with boots on the ground projects from Kotzebue to Ketchikan. BHA performs public land cleanups, hunting and fishing clinics, and community education to help take your game to the next level. BHA's community-minded goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping wild lands wild and fostering the next generation of sportsmen and women for years to come. Make sure to follow BHA Alaska for upcoming events, local brewery pint nights, and more. Stand up for Alaska public lands and waters by supporting the Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. Join us today at backcountryhunters.org. The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because honestly, there's always something good on deck. And guys, listen, this is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bedliners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers custom modified for Alaskan adventures and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com. We back, y'all. What were you saying about the Russian River bear attack? Mentioned it the, before the show. Oh, the guy that got attacked, the um, younger dude. He, he, he blonde, well, Gomez was, was doing a fundraiser or something. Line. You mentioned, or what was it? No, I was just saying uh, Gomez like hooked me up pretty good for it. Uh, mm. The guy was a he was a guy, a river guide. Mm. Um, the Russian a, River Falls. No, it's on the Kenai. There is a guide. I hear guide on the Kenai. Just like just like the sightseeing type floats. Not I don't know okay. if he's really fishing or whatever. He might have been. He'd be a cool guest on here, actually. Um but he worked at the Sitzmark. Um Door guy. And so my buddy knew him pretty well. Um he's also done a lot of guiding stuff. My buddy Craig Brown and uh Craig and him. And he uh the dude <laughs> I guess had a cancellation i could i could probably be getting some of this wrong but if i remember it correctly Big, dan bigley maybe we'll show that, me a photo um yeah they have like a beard so yeah. what happened uh yeah so he i guess i think he was working they had like a cancellation in the afternoon his afternoon float so mm -hmm. him and the other dude like hauled ass to the russian and we're just gonna fish for the afternoon and uh kind of in a hurry they're booking and they they bike to the falls no oh they just went in parked at a parking lot pink salmon or whatever. oh okay okay Came one of the running down the stairs hit gotcha. the bottom of the stairs where it turns into 
the boardwalk. Gotcha. And when he hit the bottom of the stairs, he pretty much split a mom and two cubs. Mm. So like he was in between them and the mom just came at him. He kind of was like froze, made himself big. I think if I'm remembering the story right. And then thought like false charge. And it was like what we experienced. Nope. Not bluffing. No bluff charge here. Especially with the, with the cubs. So I think he like ran down the boardwalk and then dove in there. Yep. Yeah. Then dove into the brush and then the bear was on him. Damn, he ran. I think it's your instinct to just run. Oh, hell yeah. Well, he ran to like dive and like try and get some cover because he knew like I'm getting It's happening. What's the safest place? Where can I get to? And there's a strong chance she'll back out and run off. That's what he was hoping for, I'm sure. And I think he he did what you're supposed to do, you know, like cover your back of your neck and just ball up and get in your back. And then he got tossed around pretty bad could hear like crunching and then went unconscious i believe and then came back to kind of went in and out maybe once or twice and then came to the bear was off of him shook him you know shook the shit out of him chewed on him then left like they usually do not really trying to kill you they're just trying to fuck you up yep and then uh his buddy yelled for him and he screamed out for his buddy and i think it got the bear the bear was like oh you're still good okay mm. and came back and that was when it bit his face Jeez. and that's when he got lost his sight both, both eyes? eyes i believe so yeah because like i'm looking at his pictures here and, and he's <coughs> what's his he's name glasses dan bigley dan bigley we got to get him to tell the story i'm yeah, not sure i'm not sure if it was like i don't think like it, got, it gored him. his eyes I think it was just the pressure. The pressure just kind of like broke the optical nerve or something. And Mm. so I think that's how he lost his sight. Mm. That's crazy. But then what we were getting at there was uh, Craig Brown, they did like a silent auction for him uh, to raise some money for medical in uh, Cooper Landing. And he was like, dude, if there's anything, you know, you can donate or whatever. Like, so I think we gave him like an AK soul, like, four tickets to any concert you want nice and some merch thing and then i reached out to gomez and he gave me like stanley cup stick signed two of them maybe i think he's got a book beyond the bear yeah because oh, really? i think he's like a counselor now <coughs> i think i think i could be getting all beyond this wrong the bear. if i am uh-huh. that's really lame of me but uh, have you guys read sugar huh <coughs> i'm reading it right now um, shout out to Mr. Shane at, at the um, school I work at now. He brought it up. Um, basically, it's the history of sugar. Oh, like the real history of sugar. Um, it's called the world corrupted from slavery to obesity. I bet sugar I, I, I bet I've, Walvin. Oh, I bet I've listened to that dude on a podcast to explaining the history and how um, you know, like all the a lot of polynesian and like uh yeah all of it. it's a lot of those back. islands were like disease free like didn't even have the common cold mm-hmm. and then you know white people came there and uh had them plant like sugar yeah well it goes like, into paid like them, paid them in sugar and shit mm-hmm. and then, the, then they're like now they have like type 2 diabetes like yeah horrible shit yeah well it talks about before like 
turned into what it turned into with slavery and all that stuff on the on the Americas and the islands and stuff like that. Um, but before then, when it when it started, it was like a Mediterranean thing, um, and they would bring it up, and then only rich people, like the common man, never didn't eat yeah. sugar. It was only like the kings and like the rich people. Yeah, it was like a big deal in England, like if you had sugar yeah. for your yeah. tea. Well, it started in yeah. France, and then so that's why you see a lot of those pictures. No one's smiling because they got like no teeth. You know what I'm saying? They're ashamed oh. of their smile um, because they were just get rotten. You know all their teeth. So all the rich people, you know what I'm saying, got their teeth. And as it moved, as it spread from there, you know, up to yeah. England, and then obviously from England to the Americas. Is that where the whole like British teeth, yeah, thing came from? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. Your mama has wooden teeth. Yeah, like those jokes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty Sugar. interesting book for all my nerds. Yeah, I might check it out. Sugar. I tried to read that Blood Meridian. I, I, I don't know if the, it was, dude, I couldn't get past like page five it's because the way, he, the way he writes. It's very descriptive. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was, man, what was it? The way it was like. Was just the, the just the way it, it was the one you told me that we were on Cormac the road. It's the Cormac. book he's most famous for. You're pr there's probably other books that you're gonna like better, but that's his. I don't know what like, you call like it. I signature know. book or put him on the map book. No, what do you call it? it be, it's like his opus. Ah, got it. It's what makes him like people say he is the greatest American writer of our time, like Mark Twain. Of our time, of, of now, yes. Oh, okay. still alive. Gotcha. Like still a live writer in America. Gotcha. A lot. A, I'm gonna like, try. I'm not done giving up, but I'm just saying I tried like the first whatever chapter or two. Just and go. Just, get, just the way it, the way it was too. written. Like, the way it was written. I, I don't know. It was like I couldn't dive deep into it. I'm gonna keep. I'm not gonna give up on it. It's a good book, but I hadn't got to. Uh, maybe this was maybe like do the, the road first or No Country from Old Men. Yeah, just the way he was, I don't know. I'll have to come back to you on that and, and look at it again and be like, book. what did I feel about that? I guess also it depends on what I wanted to read. If you weren't feeling it? Yeah. Weren't in the mood for it? I just it. Uh, been trimming for a day, and I I, audio? I, I, like, I did an audio book. Probably annoyed everyone, but. <laughs> and I did The Comfort Crisis, which I've listened to probably four or five times at this point. I love that book, but uh, yeah. And I got everyone on. was like kind of not into it at first, and then you can hear them be like, oh. They actually started listening to it. That it. Way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hear them like talking to themselves and shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, now you like it? <laughs> oh, you zone in on that. Yeah. Yeah, I want to read some of Kantner's stuff. Seth Kantner. We need to get him on if we can. Ordinary Wolves. Were you the one that recommended that? No. He's a Pierce Alaska did. author. Jack. Recommend Jack, that. okay. Ordinary Wolves, and then Kyle was telling me about another one that he has. Um, I'm going to get into that. Go full name. Is that the guy that like, grew up in a like, sod house? I'm not 100% sure. That's an author? Yeah, he's the guy who really like, yes. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Pull him up, Seth Kantner. Seth Kantner? Yeah, K-A-N-T-E-R, I think. I'm there. Yeah, writer, wildlife photographer, 
five books about life in the army. Oh, yeah, Ordinary Wolves, A Thousand Trails Home, Pup and Pokey, Shopping, or yeah, Shopping for Porcupine. That was the one that uh, Kyle was recommending. Yeah. Check it out. Cool. You said you read Ordinary Wolves. Ordinary Wolves. No, I haven't. I no, wanted Jack, to. I just, Jack I just think that that's a that's a great name. And shopping for porcupine is a great name too. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd love to hear that Dan Bigley story about the bear attack. Yeah, you know it's interesting to come out on the on the on the better side of a of a charge that was probably going to lead to an attack, and then like come out without a scratch, and then. Oh, like, and then and then the latter our, our side incident? of yeah. yeah, and then the latter side of like the actual like it was it yeah. it got him you know um, so many bears up here man <laughs> you know yeah I heard you're gonna be in the woods in Alaska for a lot of time you're gonna have some sort of interaction I heard a I want to say it was a Ranella podcast he had a dude on that came and shared his bear attack. Down in, uh, was he hiking in Colorado, or were they rafting? Maybe they were rafting. I think that's what they were doing. They were rafting, and they were pulled was that over the park for a camp. No. Fuck, I, I should probably look it up. I, I just remember the dude got attacked, and he was up there for a while, and then they went, the, his, his crew came up and found him, and then they had to, like, do their best to bandage him up and then float him out for, like, a fucking week. Mm. And take care of him while he was like his shit was getting infected and he was just you know he's basically like you know rotting away like I yeah. thought of it like uh what the hell is that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio the Revenant the Revenant, Revenant. when he gets attacked and then he's just fucking gangrening yeah. and rotten and then the yeah. the Powi 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 did I pronounce that right maybe I don't know the single male um, Indian that was. He ran yeah, into, he, yeah, he killed the wolves, with the, took down a buffalo and fed him and then, like, healed him up. But just, just seeing that, that shit, like, and oh, man, and then the part. Oh, I think, did McCormick do Revenant, too? No. No, no, no. no. But there's that scene, actually, I just caught it the other day when I was, or I think when I just got home on Sunday from Hawaii, just popped it on and watched it for a few. It's one of those movies where you catch it like beginning and middle, whatever, and you just watch it. I just watched it like this past week. That's I what think I'm the Revenant is actually based on a book. True, it is guy. It is yeah, glass. yeah, glass, Hugh glass, glass. Yeah, yeah glass. I mean, it's a little like they obviously embellish his book. Oh, sure, Hugh Glass. That book is amazing. Revenant, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I heard the book's way better. Even and the movie's fucking they awesome. Always are. Yeah. Um. But there's a scene because you know he's fucking just got all those claw scratches like in his back, his shoulder, his neck, and he it's so crazy because I I got a better idea of what I saw in that scene when I watched a meteor episode where he did a flintlock hunt down in Pennsylvania, you know flintlock mm-hmm. rifles from like the Civil War days. Yeah. The fucking you, like you real ram, flintlock, you not, ram, a, yeah, not the powder, powder like you, flintlock. Yeah, you pour the fucking Charge. gun gun powder in the barrel. Yeah, stuff the oh shit, oh damn, that's rather rather rude. <laughs> stuff stuff the wad. Yeah, stuff the wad and put then the ball. put the ball in and then and then it was so it's in December right after Christmas. It's like a three day window. It's, it's like, like a last second hunt. where you got to hold the bead on the target. Yeah, and then and then they're they're walking around. It was snowing and shit, and so they're walking around the woods, and the snows wet snows falling down. So that you know, because if you get your your uh, 
uh, powder wet. All of that shit wet. It fucking yeah. misfires. Yeah, on the flintlock. Like there's three of them, and no one could shoot a deer. Like they tried, and like uh, Steve was on one, and then like the hair, it's got a hair trigger, and he pulled it too soon. It was just like everything that could go wrong. Like went wrong for these I guys. Sh- I shot a flintlock when I was yeah, uh, like fifteen. So so before they go on the hunt, Steve does an awesome job laying out like the old, uh, like he cracks open a thirty out six bullet, takes the bullet out, pours the the, the powder powder out. out, and he shows you like a new bullet, and then how you would have your little tube of gunpowder yeah. and you pour it in the barrel, mm-hmm. and and then you know when it shoots, they do a bunch of uh, uh, slow motion slow motions and. Yeah. <laughs> Like when you shoot the damn things like right next to your eye, right? Yeah, the Big hammer goes things. off and it ignites the powder, <laughs> which like has to burn through a hole to ignite. Tiny ass little hole that has to be clear. Yeah, so that's like that's a what spark. gets wet. So like you pull the trigger and you gotta like hold the gun on target so for like a second, a full second, while this thing is like burning right next to your face, <laughs> like smoke, and you're like, and it's like a. It's just a bead, you know? It's not like... Yeah. So you're just holding it. And then you have no idea when it's going to go off. And then it's like, boom. I sh- I, I remember my uncle setting me up like as a joke. Because the flintlock, too, it's not like... It doesn't have a... uh What they call the little aftermarket p- pad you can put on the stock of your gun. Oh, like a buffer, like a... Yeah, yeah the, the brand. You know, it doesn't... Like it's metal <laughs> on wood, and it's like super curved, like a C. Almost. Is it a, kicks hard like a motherfucker. Oh, dude! Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it depends on how much powder you put in, but I think my uncle is like, "Let's see what this thing." Yeah. Is. So I think he was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> heavy pour. <laughs> well, and have you ever? Did you know about that flintlock hunt that they do in Pennsylvania? It's just in Pennsylvania. Yeah, this is, I'm from Should, Pennsylvania. Well, that's why that's I asked. Why my, yeah, that's why my uncle got one. Okay. Yeah, it's like a last was, chance. Yeah, like black didn't get powder. A he had a black powder gun, <clears throat> a flintlock, a bow, and a regular rifle, so you could more hunt opportunity. Oh, you have all these seasons mm, you can hunt. And that flintlock yeah. is the last. Yeah, three it's like days full on rut of the end of the season. It's your last. Like I didn't get a deer and all these other opportunities, and now I got this one fucking shot. Flintlock. Okay, so back to the revenant. Yeah. He they progressively cracked. get harder. As the seasons go, gotcha. like yeah, you start right. with a Everything rifle, just gets harder and harder. And it's like, oh, you couldn't do it with a rifle. Well, we'll let you try again with a bow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bow didn't work for you. Oh. All right, you can go black powder, and then it's like flintlock. Yeah, you ain't. You're going hungry, dog. <laughs> Dude, that shit looked harder than. And they it just have looked. blade season. <laughs> then they're like, you get a <laughs> knife get with no sheath. You got to carry it in your mouth. <laughs> well, uh, glass. He's trying to drink so he like he has a canteen. This is when he finally oh, crawl, crawls co- away and the and his throat's bleeding. Yeah. So he throws the fucking gunpowder, lights a fire, and then put you know, gets the grass and he when he ignites the gunpowder so he can um cotter. cauterize. Oh fuck, dude. That shit make, makes me cringe every time I am like, dude, the pain yeah. that that must have felt. And it reminded me of the flintlock thing because, like, I mean, seen, I feel I've like seen he that stole that part. from John J. Rambo, but I, I seen that whole thing, and then listen, and then I saw don't the try that at home because it doesn't work. That's probably not quite just the a same. heads up on that. Rambo okay. did the gunpowder trick too. Don't be like, well, I heard on the last Wall Project. The original <laughs> First Blood's one of my favorite movies movies of all time. It's one of the best movies of all time. Of all time, dude, that thing is First I mean, Blood. 
Yeah, it's the that first, was like first the first, Rambo just movie. like the most violentest. Yes, violent. thing you're allowed to watch <laughs> until the final Rambo, which is literally the most violent movie. I think ever. Like, bodies act, blowing yes, apart I think that uh, they did like you know I mean, how the you know how the movie how those weird statistics. Yeah, I think Shooter had like the most kills until oh, be the kill final Bill. Rambo. Kill, Bill. Where kill he, Bill had to be pretty close. No. Kill Bill? No, because it's, it's not as many people. Well, I just meant the crazy whatever, the, the final scene where she like yeah, just it's chops a, it's everybody super violent. It's but very gory. Rambo is like literally like mowing down hundreds of people with like a 50 cal. <laughs> I haven't seen the last one. I, I Honestly, uh, I, I got through those old ones and he I just could not. He goes back to like Laos. Right. He's like we should do a movie night here. Here. Yeah. I think we should. Movie reviews? I'll bring the popcorn. Voiceovers? <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Some popcorn and some hot dogs. What part of the scene does he use gunpowder? That's like Rambo three or something. Oh, it's the okay. one where he's using yeah. the bow with the explosive tips oh, to yeah, like yeah, blow yeah, up yeah, tanks yeah. and shit. <laughs> yeah. Just gotta put it through the through the through the through the hole no there. It got a little ridiculous, but damn it started out so good. <laughs> well, it, speaking of uh archery, so uh we've been chatting over the week through our text line on the uh, archery athletics coming up at Elite. Yeah. What, did you, what do you got on that? Well, unfortunately, Billy Crumb can come in and talk about this because he can explain it better since he's the he's trainer elite, involved. Elite, but, yeah, so kind of got Billy into the bow a couple years ago right after I started. And Billy is Billy Crumb, uh, owner-operator of Elite. Yeah, Elite Performance. This is Jim. Yeah. Um, he tr- they do a lot of tra- like sports teams, you know. Yeah, yeah. My my kid that. goes there every Friday. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. yep. Their team. Her hockey team goes. Yep. A lot of the hockey teams do. Annetta the I think is her trainer. Annetta is her name. No, it's Tanya. Tanya, Tanya. Yes. Who yep. is like? Kennedy's like my fucking legs. If are you dead. <laughs> if you She's guys hurting. came if you guys came to elite with me and Tanya was the trainer, you'd just be like, you would feel horrible about yourself. That's how I feel every time. I don't even like. When she's doing workouts at the same time, like I, I like her on the, mother. I like her on the other side of the room. I'm ready to do box jumps. What? I don't. I don't know how old Tanya is, and I would never say a woman's age, except my wife's, because that shit's funny. She's, she's 28 <laughs> years young. But Tanya is. I get my shit. You know, my wife shit about her age. All probably time my age, maybe senior of that. Oh, shit. And she is. An absolute animal. If she hears this and hears you say anything senior with her I, name I in don't sentence, think, I think she's... You now you're fucked. I think she would probably be proud of it because she knows yeah. how savage she is. She's she's an animal, dude. Yeah. Just lives there. Dude, she's like... If I, if like I don't know how you, if you know what elite is. So elite's like... It's like hit training, probably would be the closest thing. Like it's just like I call it like it'd be like plyometric type. It's like thirty seconds on. Well, plyo would be more like body weight stuff. Okay, true. And there is uh, there is plyo. It's all mixed together. All right. But you're moving station to station to station, and it's like thirty second, thirty four seconds, forty five seconds, twenty four seconds, whatever Billy chooses that day of work, and then like twenty two seconds or fifteen seconds to move to the next exercise mm. and so like i always try to like be on the opposite side of the room with tanya but sometimes you get over to the rack and you're like i know that it was tanya who like left has the had the whatever weights are on like the trap bar for deadlifts or something because mm. it's like if it's like 
250 pounds on there, the only other person that goes there that's pulling. Well, no, that's not true. There's a dude there that will too, but, and sometimes Trent, when he's trying to show off. I was going to just say Trent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But she's strong. There's a lot of strong trainers there, but I think she's the one who does the girls. But how long could she hold her breath? Probably a long time. (laughs) While swimming seven (laughs) knots. (laughs) (laughs) I said that because this dude does like a Wim Hof thing here. And he hit me up about it. Oh, a guy does a thing here? Yeah. I got to look him up. They're not so much about breath holds as he is breathing technique. That dude's a freak. Technique, but like cold water stuff. Well, no, just breathing as healing, period. Yeah. Like he does a lot of, I mean, he'll do it in Hawaii. He does classes in Hawaii, too. They do a lot of water stuff, but his you his breathing techniques, Wim Hof? I know Wim Hof, but I'm saying this guy who'd like. Oh, I don't know the local guy who's doing his methods, but I know who Wim Hof is. The yeah. dude holds like, he's done some freakish shit with his breathing. Yes. I believe they, I believe the craziest thing that I seen him do was they injected him with the Ebola virus. What? And he like defeated it using his breathing techniques. <laughs> and like he didn't get sick. He holds several world records too for like Is longest that- swims above the Arctic Circle underwater. He did Kilimanjaro in board shorts barefoot. Well, he so did. He ran a marathon above the Arctic Circle barefoot. When you, when you say breathing techniques, is that to like maximize blood flow or something? He does it all with breathing. Okay. Everything. So with I wonder breathing. what the breathing is like. What is the benefit? It's giving. It's like you, this crazy. It's got to be like, blood flow, probably. Right. Have you ever mm-hmm. Have you ever done a yoga yeah. class? Yeah. I've never. Have you ever man. done like the very traditional yoga, I don't yoga know where they I where they have like crazy breathing? No. Mm. Okay. Well, that's what it sounds like when Wim Hof does it. Like, if you're doing it, I've seen. Like, if you were to go to a gym and just, like, I'm about to lift and you just start doing that breathing technique, people around you are going to be like, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> so, but if you're in a room full of other people doing no, it's even crazier than that, dude. It's, <laughs> no, it's really crazy. I've seen dudes like. Uh, um, I don't even know if I can But he can regulate jiu-jitsu, his jujitsu guys. He can literally regulate his body temperature. Yeah, jujitsu guys will do that yeah. like before they're gonna fight and stuff like that, or train, or just like just to prepare. Well, yeah, Rickson Gracie yes has a no. I'm thinking of uh, um, but I seen his son is the one I first saw him yeah. do it like at so in, you know how they have like open workout. Yeah, they have open workout or whatever. Um, what's his son, Royce? No, not Roy. Uh, that's the OG um, Hicks. Hicks. No, there's another younger one who's like fighting now. Oh, there's a bunch. But anyway, so one of them. Like in the open workout, that's all he did. Like he went up and just did his cross leg and just just did his breathing. You just see his like stomach go all the way in. And there's just a, what he was doing. There's you a documentary on 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 Ricks and Gracie. That's it's crazy. It's called Breathe. Oh, okay, I have I haven't watched that, but I saw it somewhere. It's a lot. It's a lot of crazy breathing techniques, and a lot of them are definitely similar to like what Wim Hof's doing. But his is like extreme. Like it's this. It's this crazy. Like you, you can like regulate your body temperature. Yeah, I think he's worked with a lot of like special operations guys and marathoners and all kinds of people. Crazy shit. Yeah, that dude like doesn't get hypothermia or frostbite. 
They don't. Well, this guy that I was saying, he's like teaching people that thing up here, and he like goes into like, you know, glacier water and shit like that, and yeah, does it. It'd be cool to. I do that'd it. be cool to go out with him and just, or you, I'm sure you have to learn the breathing first before you fucking jump into the glacier water. But <laughs> yeah. well, you can just, <laughs> just instant hypothermia. It's not working. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't learn, yeah, it. That, that is not how you breathe. You, you're you're you not breathing. You you're, won't you're learn not. it in you're the cold dead. water because you won't be breathing. <laughs> yeah. Just instant shock. How the fuck do we do this? Well, okay, so back to uh, anyway. Billy's, so yeah, so uh, Billy's got a lot of different things there, and um, it's kind of winding down on a uh, hockey t- teams. You know, seasons are yeah, going to end, so weekend, a lot. Yeah. So he's going to have some free time because we we'd been talking about doing this because he was interested after I told him about Winter Strong and the little oh, competition they had. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. he's like, man, that's such a good idea to like get your heart rate up and then shoot. Because that's more like how it's probably gonna be. Hell yeah! And I was like, yeah, that's the that's the point of it. That's why they do that. What they're doing, the run shoot or run lift shoot thing. And so he was, we, we'd always talked about kind of doing something. And then he just like, I was like, hey dude, I think we should do this like coming up. And I was like, he's like, we should build this class and we'll do it. I was like, you're gonna have to do it on evenings because like people that would come to that are not, you know, I, I go in the mornings and sometimes noon but that's because my job is like pretty a lot of freedom pretty free, so yeah. it's like it's me and like stay-at-home moms yeah. <laughs> they're there at noon you know the 5 30 in the morning yeah. that's, that's just whoever all the field trips can get up at 5 30 but but uh Chad, but so he's gonna do trip? these like evening classes like twos and thursdays and it's gonna be um a combination of like he's gonna kind of build the strength training based around like movements and muscle groups that you're going to use mostly for like backpack hunting or uh you know just western hunting in general the type of hunting that we do so you'll be sure. doing a lot of sled drags deadlift farmer carries you know do but you'll do like kettlebells and step ups and then and then you'll like you'll go through like a circuit of like three exercises and then you got to shoot mm. shoot like three arrows and, and, and then you, you go back put you, targets up in his space yeah we'll have targets up It'll be, be like, like 15, shooting lanes 15 20 feet maybe 15 foot. yards yeah okay <clears throat> maybe some sh- longer shots when it just goes like and then afterwards could stay around about 15 and up. shoot no it's further than that it's further than that this right here is maybe like 10 12 yards yeah maybe 10 yeah, 10 30 feet think about a football field and 10 yard gap penalty shot soccer oh is that 10 yards 12 yards 12, 12. Oh, right shit, that's close that's not it right here Damn. It's close. It's like, that is such an unfair disadvantage for the fucking goalie. They even, save even them all the time. I know. I know. The World well, Cup, some dudes fit, were like. No, nah, not like, really. It's 50-50, man. He's, I mean, because yeah. half the time you see him like. You pick the right he way. He goes left. He goes right. I'm like. Well, I guess 33-33-33 because some, some dudes just drive it straight home. Worm burners straight at oh, the goalie. Just, and they never stop that one. No. Because they always move. He's like, this one one's coming for your face. Just Good straight, luck. hard, high. <laughs> yeah. But you'll miss. Baggio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. World yeah. Cup. Yep. I just, I just think that like 12 yards, one man, and that huge area in which to protect, guard, defend. Yeah. It's like so. a lot. <laughs> 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 just in the mind of the goalie right there. His giant gloves on. 
<laughs> big white gloves. Keeper. Oh, keeper. Oh, my bad. Yeah, get it right. Keeper. Uh, oh, keeper. Keeper's defending. Goalkeeper, not goalie. That's hockey. So Hold I, I want to. I want to. I want to join this archery thing. That sounds fun. Well, I hope so. I want to. I need to come to. Going a, on the I, post I need to get regardless. off the schneid, bro. <laughs> yeah, you got. You better start. Oh yeah, no, mm-hmm. I know. Well, yeah, so I just about got, to go two X. I, I just got back from Hawaii, bro. <laughs> so it's gonna start. It's gonna just start. Load off. <laughs> it's gonna start the. Um, God, dude, let me look. Hawaii is not a good place to go and like lose some weight. Oh, you didn't run on the beach in the morning. Oh, you, <laughs> I didn't show you that video. <laughs> you didn't see my story. <laughs> Damn man, and we'd be like, I, I, I would be going down in the morning to go get breakfast for the family because you know you get up all hella early in Hawaii. And uh, there's always like these three old dudes you coming do if you off go the with beach. Kids. <laughs> yeah. I don't get up early. Oh, in that's that's. I'm that's on true. Hawaiian time when I'm in Hawaii, bro. That's true. I, it is because yeah, I'm the kids. That's a good point. Because they're up at you know ready to watch cartoons at seven a.m. Yeah, like every it's like day. Christmas. <laughs> they're in Hawaii. They were so good too, man. My kids were awesome on this trip. I mean, they had their like annoying bullshit, but for the most part. Well, I want to get into why, but let's finish what you're. Yeah, sorry, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna so, rabbit hole big time. <laughs> so I told him, I told went him, straight back to fucking Rome. Okay, Rame, I, t- <laughs> I told him. <laughs> I just told him if he's gonna set it up, we should try and get it going so it can be. Um, I said tags are coming out, you know, a couple weeks. Oh, well, people are gonna be amped to go. So I said oh, yeah. people are gonna get excited. That's you know, people that can draw a tag and start training. Yeah. And uh, promote that. And, and so he's going to start February 21st, 6.30 in the evening. And what did you say, Tuesday, Thursdays? Tuesdays and Thursdays. I think it's going to be Tuesdays for the first couple of weeks until um, is the 21st of Tuesday. How fit you got to be? You don't have to be fit. Uh-huh. It's to get you fit. Yeah. Oh, so, so it'll be Tuesdays okay. for the like first couple of weeks and then all the uh, nighttime stuff ends, like all the hockey teams and stuff ends, and it'll be Tuesdays and Thursdays. And it's good. It'll be a it'll be a fun atmosphere. Music cranked, you know. Yeah. So where do people sign up? Um, website. Yeah, he he's what the he's, he's still building check? the he's still building the um, you know, the program and the poster. Okay. Like he said the poster will be done Monday with all the info. So Monday, um, I would check out maybe elite dot. What is it? Elite.ak is what it is on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I want to say the website. Is he on, is he on social media? Instagram. I yeah, know. Instagram. Um, I think that's the best way because I, I don't know if there is a website. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Elite.ak. I mean, you can't miss there it. There is an though. app, though. He does have an app. That's what it takes you, you to when you go to his thing. Elite.ak it'll probably take you to that. But yeah. it's like, you know, you wear your pack if you want. Oh, okay. Uh, bring like it, bring your bow. And what about like boots, whatever. Camo and, and gear? Sure. Solid. Go full camo. Just Dude, I one, hope you come in full camo. <laughs> I'm going to come with my face painted and everything. Do it. Just straight. Just in socks. Gilly suit. Ready? <laughs> just red <laughs> sniper. Just hide over in the corner. Yeah. I'm oh. just going to hit a quick Heather's Choice in the corner. That should be a station. Dude, bring your spotting scope to set up at the archery range too. Fifteen yards spotting scope. One of the stations is you light your light your boil for your coffee. Oh, coffee's ready, guys. You guys want some oatmeal? Throw out the wigs. That'd be money. Money. Can I set up a TP in the corner? 
<laughs> what, hey, what were the dates on that real quick? Hold on. Sorry about I, You mentioned it earlier, but I, I missed the it. The 21st. February 21st. Is the start date. Yeah, because it's right after the tags come out on the 18th. But he said the poster will be well, done Monday, um, and all the info will be on that. Like, okay, that'll cool. be the classes and, like, cost and all that. And Nice. <laughs> but it's good. It'll be, like, an hour workout. And then... Um, Ooh, that's perfect. Hour and 15 total. And then... I need to I think he's going to have it, like, where you can hang out after, shoot for a bit, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You could probably even drink beers if you wanted. Is this Tanya right here? Nope. No, that's probably a uh, client maybe or something. Yeah. Not sure who that is. Sorry, Who's that, though? Stuck. There's Emily. <laughs> <laughs> There's Emily. Look at Emily in the elf suit. Go down. Well, I, you know, cute, as Emily, I was, as you cute. mentioned this, as we were talking about this this week, I was thinking how it's a riot. I'm not a gym guy, you know, like I did go to the gym in high school Shit, um, to go, about, to, to go do stuff. I know. I mean, this Fuck is all natural dog, but, um, Just full pipes. but I want to say that working out has evolved like so crazy. So when you look at his gym. Mm. It's not like the typical Nautilus stuff no, and the dude. thing and no, the weights and the and the, the mirrors bullshit. everywhere, you know, things Gym like that. Stuff? No, yeah, it's, it's not, not. It's just it's not like turf, stuff. actual yeah. like activities that you're going to be doing. Fitness center. It's, it's not action. a gym. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's not a gym. That's why. I, I, and I think that would lure me back into doing something like that. Because I was not the gym guy. I'm not in there trying to like look in the mirror and like see how much I can lift up. I wouldn't say I was ever a gym rat, but I've definitely gym guy uh, workout guy um i mean i got into crossfit there for a while and fairbanks when we didn't have anything to do after work and stuff like that but is that the same thing kind of no this no because crossfit like you're gonna get injured bro like it's crossfit is like such dynamic and big movements and everything's for time so you're trying to go as fast as you can like you you like as you get stronger and and you're trying to do stuff like you know they have they have their recommended weights like what for the like crossfit will like draw up the workout yeah and then that's like your weight oh, so like you you're could, sp- if you're a girl you're supposed to do this weight if you're a guy you're supposed to use this weight and and you got to work your way up to those weights cuz a lot those weights a lot of them are heavy like there's a like with crossfit it's like a the original workouts were like named after girls like the workout would be like cindy fran mm. whatever and they, there's like like a typical workout in there that's like burly workout would be bench press your body weight or no clean you're doing cleans with 75 percent of your body weight and then bench press your body weight and then uh like then you would do deadlift double your body weight i think no one and a half times your body weight so See, I, was, I would have to I relearn all that stuff like i don't know and like then you do is. that for 10 reps of each nine reps of each eight reps of each seven reps for time yeah and that's a that's a crossfit workout like so what you're this? gonna get injured like a dude this like me fun- that already is, has an injury this is functional this is where you should be this is functional fitness mm. what he's teaching you there like the classes are I mean, there's, there's a 
runner in there who's done Mount Marathon for like 30 straight years. I think she's in her six, late 60s. Mm. And she's she she's there. I mean, it's any it's anybody can be at those workouts and you just go to your body weight and or your weight that you're going to lift and challenge yourself and you're going to get something out of it. But it's very functional fitness and it's why I go there is because if I just go to a gym and build my own routine, I'm going to I'm going to start doing big lifts and that's what i'm going to do because i'm better at them so that's what i'm going to wind mm-hmm. up doing and and, and I'll you just, might get in a routine that maybe you shouldn't versus it's doing not that i things. shouldn't i mean you should do those too, something that's broader but i'm not you're not strengthening stabilizer muscles like there's a lot of stuff in here that like it almost seems silly to you because you're doing like ladder work would be one step in there or mm, stuff like but that's that. working those knee muscles around yeah and you're getting a lot of stabilizer there's a lot mm. of work like standing on a bosu ball and lifting or like yeah standing on these foam pads where like your ankles like giving so you get a lot of stabilizer muscles billy's pushing you through full range of motion so you're you, you know like billy's not gonna like let you squat heavy when if he catch you like you're not getting to like your hips below your knees he's gonna yeah. be like no so go like lighter full, like form go full depth mm. and go lighter yeah you're gaining more out of that as far as like so i go there because it's injury prevention so i can keep doing the shit that i like to do oh, yeah. as your joints and, as and everything age healthy. And time and gravity are taking over shit i gotta stay up on this so yeah. i can because otherwise like i won't enjoy snowboarding if i can't do it at a certain level like it already is like heartbreaking to me that <clears throat> that I have to like look at myself in the mirror and know I'm declining as a snowboarder. Like it's a shit feeling. So in order to still do it, like I have to keep fitness up so I can do yeah. it at least a decent level. What do you think about these tries though? They could do some. Work. Oh man. It looks like you got shred? kicked by a horse. It's crazy. <laughs> 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 I need to do, I think I should go with you. Oh, that'd be because dude. we're on like yeah. level zero, both of us. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm always in a position where I can like just jump off the couch and go do something. It used to be a lot easier to just get in sheep shape or or mountain shape in a day or two, and I'm just off and running. But like, the last two years have been really, really rough, dude. Like, well, you can, you can, you can like, do it all at any level. Like, you yeah, know, we've yeah. discussed it on here uh, several times before that sheep shape is just like it's a what I mean it's. There's no such thing as sheep shape because I said I kind of the better like the shape you mountain get in mountain shape you can just call it. Well, I mean, there's not like what's the stop like if you can go 20 miles, well then you can get in a little better shape and go 25. You you can go yeah. 100. You can go there is yeah. no there is no like sheep. I'm in sheep shape. Sheep shape is just like you're either a sheep hunter who can go five miles for a sheep. Or you're a sheep hunter and then go 50 miles for a well, sheep. Well, you can be a guy like, who's in killer good shape that falls apart in the second oh, day. Oh, a lot of dudes yeah. do. Yeah, so a it's lot not about like... Or you can be a dude that's injured. <laughs> yeah, that's what sheep shape is. It's mentally. Yeah, it's mental. It's mental. It's 100% well, mental. It's, it's probably more mental than anything. Absolutely. Like mountain hunting in general is, is mental, yeah. Absolutely. So this is just like kind of get everyone inspired, get everyone kick-started, and then... And because in winter it's hard. Like, what are you gonna do? You're not gonna go out and just hike shit. Yeah. Not like yeah. I mean, you can go it, walk. You can go walk your kid. You can go. You can go hike. You can definitely do that. And you can Hell skin yeah, or you can snowshoe. Sure. But it's like, it's not the same type of like workout as like a mountain run or a real hike in summer. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're having to be so careful. 
you could get hurt. It's cold. It's not. Sketchy so the gym is too. a good spot. And then yeah. come summer, dude, we just need to have a couple nights a week where we just all go ruck. Because that yeah, is the best thing for you. Just yeah. Yeah. walk a, a neighborhood it, with 50 pounds in the I've pack. seen this dude at every time I go to my kid's soccer game, he just laps with his backpack that's full of something. Yeah, Wait. I'm not going to a track and walking in. Well, he must have his kid there that's yeah. playing soccer yeah, or something, and I was just training. watching this guy. I was like, that's what I should be he's doing. He's got his fucking shiny crispies on. And he's a hoss. He's a big boy. Like, yeah. not skinny, he, not like to keep wiry. It up. Like, he, you know why? Because he drew a tag, which is why this starts the week after tag. Yeah. Well, he must. He, not, he didn't draw shit yet because it's not open, but. He's getting ready. He's oh, he's doing that right now? Yeah, he's doing it. Like oh, you're week. talking indoor. Yeah, he's at the, the dome. Oh. Because I'm at my kid's I soccer I thought you were talking like summertime. You no, he's in there right now with his Kafaru. Oh, I'm going cruising, When's dude. Next game, we play Sunday nights. I was, I was, man, I was Chad's like, you walk race? a little bit faster than him. Yeah, yeah. You guys will just be like a speed walker race, or I'm gonna put like a little bit more weight in my pack. Yeah, you guys ever see the speed I need walkers? Some, I need yeah, some yeah, motivation. Yeah. Walkers, speed walkers, <laughs> walkers. <laughs> you know that was an Olympic sport. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, the one homie. Uh, and then they gotta like review the whole tape of the distance to make sure that. At all times, you had you one foot on the ground. Walking, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the one guy that survived that that crazy massacre in Munich, he was a speed walker, like <laughs> gold medalist. You got a little tan line there. Oh, I got a little sun. Yeah, you got yeah, the little I mean, hat I tan. Little, I got a little. I mean, yeah. Oh, but I was also the last thing on the track, like the track, because the track is like foam, like you know, soft. Yeah, it's got some bounce, so it's probably mm-hmm. good for you to like. Yeah, easier on the not clap out your your knees on the concrete, you know, the pavement or whatever. Why you need sheep? Just slapping hard, just. Yeah, sheep feet. I haven't tried those. We talked about that before. I'm going to order some. Yeah, I've always just done the... Um, I think I got a little discount card. You do? You can have does that. Kevin have the He's mold the thing there? Make, makes those, right? Yeah, sheep feet does the custom... Yeah, yeah they build. send you a box. You step in... It's probably like fucking hella backed up. Uh-uh. With it's orders. Quick. Like, Is it? Well, I don't... I mean... It's like four weeks. I don't need oh, it till shit. June. Yeah. Shit, you want to start rucking that track? You might need them next Tuesday, bro. I could use what I got till then. There you go. Save those for the boots. Yeah, I, I, I've been pretty, um, you know, I've been thinking about the elite thing for the last couple of years. My kid's been going there on and off. And I got the the dry. Where's it at? Dry land. Sorry to interrupt. That's oh, right. So it's behind um, the old cars on Diamond. You know where Perfectionist is? Yeah. It's in the same. Straight, there. straight across. Okay, those from, white. Directly okay. across from Perfectionist. Gotcha. It's a nice, nice facility, nice gym. Super everything. nice facility. Seems like he's about ready to blow that up, blow him maybe into something bigger though. Maybe, huh? Um, I think he would like to. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, depend on if they can get some more in there, but it's it's super good. I mean, they're I mean they're training a lot of Alaska's best athletes, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all the comp hockey teams and basketball teams. And just like one-on-ones with dudes. A lot of There's a lot of mountain runners in there. I mean, Louis Mass kind of started it. It was called Dryland Training. It was over off Huffman. Mm. And we would go and... Um, kind of originated from One hockey, of the guys right? who I think helped Louis... Or didn't, Louis didn't start Dryland. I'm sorry. I think he, he didn't own it, He'd, but he was running it and started it. And then... Um, he left there and he wanted to start his own thing. And I think one of the guys that used to come there and work out with us 
kind of helped Louis get the doors open. And then yes. now uh, Billy's taking it over because Louis on to like coaching and mm. stuff like that in Washington. But it's a, it's a good spot, and it's you, I mean you guys should just come in and do yeah. it. Yeah, the yeah. classes are good, uh, and you'll what do you'll you wear so though? Much. That's what I need to know. Um, <laughs> a singlet, <laughs> your wrestling singlet. <laughs> I mean, key pants, what, sunglasses? No, oh, for no, the archery? No, I'm saying in general. Athlete? No, I'm saying oh, yeah. general. Oh, oh, I already Chad, know that. Chad's got, Chad's got knee, knee pads, wrestling shoes. <laughs> no. he's, got, he's got the super high and tight onesies. Chad it's has like a t-shirt. Really, really I know you got your Lulus, but I don't have any of that. I w- t-shirt. Are the Costco shirt. sweatpants good enough? Absolutely. All right. Cut off, though. Yeah. Cut off? Yeah, cut them off. <laughs> like the Hulk? Yeah. <laughs> With the all fringe, yeah. just like hanging. <laughs> yeah. Just put yeah. an AWP patch right on your right butt cheek. Yeah. yeah. This is where I'm from. Yeah. And you then gotta, uh, and you wear your and then a, socks. Sleeve, a sleeveless shirt that's like where the sleeve thing is like <laughs> all, all the way, the way, the way down. Yeah, the belt line. Yeah, all the way to the belt the line. Boobs is out. Oh yeah, <laughs> full side boob. <laughs> full, full side. side. Boob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! Can I wear the old soccer bandana thing? You yeah, them out the sweat band. There's, there's one or two of those. Yeah, in there. yeah. And you gotta wear. Uh, there's one of all kinds of in there with one of the sure. legs cut off, so it just covers one leg and then one leg's exposed. Oh, like the basketball dudes. <laughs> it's got one of with one the of opposite all. elbow, like tape right here, just the blue tape. <laughs> the sports. Tape. Like, bro, this guy's really ready it's to go. about it, dude. Just come in posing. Just two and a half minutes later, dude's over here in the corners. Did you still wear the sweatband on the wrist? I don't know. I should bring those back. I should bring those on the mountain. No, I think I'm saying, dude. Because you're always wiping your face off. I think you just had that. I just put a sham on my wrist. Some men's. Yeah. <laughs> Some men's Lululemon. Look how like, much is ring now. <laughs> yoga pants. Oh, and then leg warmers, dude. Bring back leg warmers. Oh. Nice. Just straight flash dance. Show up like that. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell my wife because she'd be doing Jillian at home downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> like she's not a gym person either. She'd be at the Jillian's downstairs just, just, Jill, just j- doing her Jillian on, dude. I'm gonna tell her to put that on. You should wear. You should wear some, for the second um, workout. Some Adidas <laughs> shell toe shoes, and your uh, uh. your Kuyu gaiters just on skin, dude. <laughs> I mean, you could just show up like super CrossFit with like you know the knee high socks and some black, just solid black Chuck Taylors. Oh, oh just go yeah. full Chuck. I still yeah. got some old soccer socks, some short shorts, some Ranger panties style short shorts. Just tight, just all thighs. Yeah, I was just never into short shorts. Like five inch Ranger panties. Just you got your fucking. Your, I can't do short your, shorts. Your Rocky Mountain shorts. You know I'm saying oysters are just like flopping <laughs> yeah. out. You don't want to it's like, yo, Daniel, man, put that thing away, bro. Yo, <laughs> don't work that thing out. It's big enough. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Tailored Restoration, 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage 
Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks, make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Since 2008, Serrano's is Anchorage's own new generation of Old Cocina. Their menu showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through the generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display trad flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. In-house menu includes handcrafted corn tortillas, salsas, carne asada, and chorizo. But don't take their word for it. Experience their tradition and sabor for yourself. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights, both with new tequila bars. Check out their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. The Connoisseur Lounge, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. The Connoisseur Lounge is Palmer's first locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Their beautiful store is located at 226 Evergreen Avenue. The Connoisseur Lounge has exclusive cannabis products such as Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and one of our favorites, Sugar Cookies. And if you're not into the flower, the Connoisseur can hook you up with edibles, vape supplies, and a ton of CBD options for all your health and inflammation needs. Check out their daily deals at theconnoisseurlounge.net, or even better, stop by the lounge today. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. There's other places. F45. F45? Where is that at? Or the CrossFit gyms you could do. But F45 is a little probably closer to what um i'd even be down to Billy's meet up just like a small group of dudes and do certain little things yeah even walk well, the track just, just like get, we're talking go about or go on out. a hike yeah we can probably do some other stuff like that like go swimming well, that's one what day. this is for yeah archery athlete bro i that's just think that it's tall. i don't know it's a little intimidating to but be it won't honest. be if you go i promise you I you promise are. you, it will not be intimidating. Yeah. Well, and just he it's did, just he, not. He just needs an icebreaker. It's yeah, not, it's it's so not so dude. Do I got Billy James Stevens. Yeah, I know the dudes all there. I, I I mean I dig the whole like group thing Billy's because I've, I've done enough dude. of my own personal training and and working out and getting up at five a.m. and going to the Alaska Club for a couple months and working out and feeling good. But there's nothing better than like a partner holding you accountable. Yeah, pumping exactly. you up when you, you know, maybe you're not feeling it, and he's like, "No, motherfucker, you get out here, you know, and, and get your ass off the couch or whatever." You're not, yeah. you know, when you're by yourself doing it all the time, you can you can easily just fold. <coughs> That's what I did with James. I shamed him into it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep. We need some shaming. You, you want me to start texting you like I text him shame, every shame. morning when do he you, doesn't show do up? You guys are, Strike you see one the homie on Instagram. Strike two. The guy with the I have to be at work hair. at seven thirty. Perfect. Go right from there. Six o'clock, damn. What time you go to bed? Eleven. Oh, okay. Yeah. You guys see the dude on Instagram with the long blonde hair and the beard? He's always like, go to the fucking gym. He's, he's kind of a funny guy. Like He's, he's like a huge he's always shirtless. Yeah. Oh, the fucking Liver King idiot? No. Is, that, is that who that is? Not yeah. Liver King. That's him? Yeah, that's dude the with a beard, guy? shirtless. Oh, that's him? Oh, I guess I didn't even fucking finally admitted that he's been on like no, hardcore no, no, no. steroids. No, no, that's not year. him. That's not him because the whole time telling no, everyone. Yeah, that's not him. I mean, he, who didn't? Liver. Who didn't think he was? <laughs> everyone on knew. Like, everyone on the planet knew he was on steroids. Yeah. You like, mean just, just eating raw liver and you got well. That's why I don't understand why everyone's like mad. Like you this, didn't know. You're stupid right if you didn't think so. Go to the fucking gym. Oh one, this dude. Oh no, I don't know that Viking. He has one post. 
and one follower. Oh, the, no, this following one person. No, that's the wrong. That, this yeah. is him. This is him. That looks like a bot. You need the blue check mark, yeah, man. Man, my bad. That that's him. But the that's, blue check mark, man. Gained off. Come on, Instagram. Oh, look it up. I don't, I don't know who he is, dude. Jim, go to Lions. Oh, while we're on Instagram, can we talk about some serious shit because it's been super funny so far. Yeah, of course. Do you guys follow Howl? Fucking damn it. How? Howl. Howl? Yeah. H O W L for mm -hmm. wildlife. Mm -mm. You need to. Well, it looks like that's the same guy. It's the same guy, but there's a bunch of assholes that are doing his shit. Yeah, you got. He's getting stolen. Yeah. Well, he's just. He's fucking hilarious. But, um, so Howl is a not for profit, and they're. They're kind of like BHA, I guess, in a sense. But they're making um, their goal is to just make everyone aware of like every piece of legislation that's going through that's going to affect hunters and anglers. Mm. And they are they start form letters, and so all you have to do is go on there and enter your name and email, and you could send letters to these senators in all these places. Because there's a big thing in Oregon right now that they're it's basically an anti-gun thing but they're going after hunters go to that well okay sorry i'm not focused at all uh we're doing a podcast here yeah i know i was looking at trying to find the homie <laughs> i think you said on instagram right okay what are we looking at instagram yeah, how you go to their regular website too though h-o-w-l Howl.org, right there. Howl for Wildlife. Dude, these guys are doing amazing shit, man. Hit the follow on that. Yeah, you guys definitely need to be following them, and you definitely need to, like, go, like, go on to take action and sign up just so you're getting oh, the emails. Okay. Mm -mm. Don't do that. Yeah, you definitely want to do get that so because you need – I know, but these guys only send it to you when there's, like, a take action thing. They're not just sending you a bunch of spam. And it takes you 30 seconds to do your part in sending. Like, they've killed so many bills. Because right now, it's a big, there's a big anti-hunting movement mm -hmm. in the U.S. And it is, uh, they're trying to shut down a lot of stuff with fur bands and trophy hunting bands. And, like, New York doing crazy, like, there's a lot of a lot of states of burning, banning bear hunting. Uh, yeah trying to not allow montana to make a grizzly bear season wolf stuff like there's look at all that stuff yeah man tons of and these guys are all over it really and so i mean it's just if we're going to be stewards mm -hmm. of the land like mm -hmm. we have to take action on this stuff because if you're not looking because we're such a minority man yeah you got, what, 370 million people in the U.S.? And there's like 11 million hunters. That's not much. It's like 2%, 3%. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of the stuff's in the and so U.S. They can, easily stuff can be taken away from us. I mean, Canada just like banned any type of semi-auto. That's crazy. And so, well, or it tried to. I don't know if they got it passed, but like, so, it's a bill, like you, think, it yeah. changes duck hunting for them. And they already have super strict gun laws and in yeah. Canada, like you basically can barely even They're own a pistol. They're trying to just outlaw firearms. Guns. Yeah. Period. Right. That'll be their push. Yeah, I mean it's in the Constitution, so good luck. 
But, you know, these guys stopped. Well, I think Meteor had a big part of that too. But that bill where the guy was trying to, like, take take the way the, the Pittman-Robinson Act, dude. Oh, take it away? Yeah. He wanted it to be funded by um, offshore oil companies would pay the same amount of money that it raises. Oh, yeah, because they're out for not themselves. And everyone was like, no, like this money, the way it's set up right now, it cannot be earmarked for anything else. It has to be used for conservation. And this is like, I don't want to be politically involved, but you have to. Like, we have to. Like, I don't want to even have to pay attention to this. And I, and it's going to, a lot of it's like going to slide over my head. So like following these guys has opened my eyes up to how much legislation they try to push through. And and a lot of it doesn't even come close, but just bringing awareness to it. But if you don't voice, if we don't voice our opinions, they will slowly take it all away. One little piece. What's already happening. I mean, the Oregon thing is crazy. Like, read, re, open that Oregon. Oregon is, is facing the most, most restrictive gun laws in the nation, but not drugs. Oh, they made up. Or camping in, on the sidewalk. Yeah, it's not. Uh, you got to. That's like a post or something. It's a podcast. Oh. It's a howlcast. Oh, yeah. That's why. Okay. Oh, cool. Well, this would probably be an awesome one to follow and listen to. Yeah, there are horses listened. and wild horses. How come we're not on? We, you might like us. Yeah, no shit, man. Where well, we we're working on it, man. Like, this is some big, some big boy shit. We gotta get, gotta get in the club. You know what I'm saying? Well, it looks like they've had a couple guys from Meat Eater on their podcast. Yeah, so maybe they're pretty involved together. What's Outside Podcast? I've never heard of that one. Outside Magazine. Oh, okay. That's Still probably on there because. Rinella used to do a lot of writing for it. Oh. That's cool. Well, thanks for bringing that up, man. Yeah. That's a shout out to that. It's, um, anything to protect our, uh, like how BHA puts it, legacy. The legacy. The legacy. Yeah, man, the political stuff, man, that's a whole battle, man. And, yeah. and thank you to, you know, the dudes that go after that stuff like BHA mm-hmm. and SCI and wild how, sheep how, and how for wildlife Alaska Outdoor Council and there's so many when you get in the fishing and uh, yeah because it's just it's depressing to even have to like deal with and look into and yeah all that because like God, it's just such a yeah negative space it's tough because once you dive into that rabbit hole it just gets really it's like nothing ever comes like good. Oh, it's always just like Pebble Mine got pretty crushed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pebble Mine got crushed. Dunzo. It's done happening. For the most part. Like, it's basically. How long was that battle? Oh, a long time. And just speaking of like advocacy and how important it is, like, that battle would have been lost if it wasn't for. And it's a real bummer that I don't know his name to give him the credit, but he was uh, one of the richest men in Alaska. He owned a lodge. Oh, it's. um. I forget his name, but I think he owned a he owned like one of the water companies here, like Purify Alaska Water or something. Mm. But he has a rich guy, and he passed away unfortunately, and he he left several million dollars to continue the fight 
because when he passed away like a lot of people were worried that like the funding will be gone and we won't be able to he create that right there battle it he, he probably did there you go he probably did i mean what they did as far as just the marketing the anti pebble mine. Oh, man. I mean, because everyone you know has a a pebble that sticker well, yeah, on their I mean, cooler, or their car, or their Subaru, on their I think Toyota. Most people, seventy seventy percent. I think Alaska. I think most people probably didn't even really have an educated opinion or take on it, but it was just such a major movement. They're like, yep, I'm on board. That can't because be because he exposed it. Yeah, yeah, he was the original. Because that single man exposed it because it was in his area, and he understood what that place means to the world. Yeah, it's one of the big. It's I think it is the biggest salmon fishery in the world. Oh, it's the most delicate which ecosystem is for sure. Renewable resource, mm -hmm. and you're going to put something in to threaten that, which is scary. And then you know you had. Like six polls were saying, sixty-five to seventy percent of the Alaskan population was against it, and then you still, we still had a governor who was still trying to push it through. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then, the, like you said, the political thing—it's weird, but I think it, it's a it's a huge win as far as Alaska as a whole standing up to that. Excuse me, and. Um, you know, and it actually, the fight kind of being won as far as... Was it Brian Kraft? No, Kraft has But he has a thing over there, too. He has Sportsman Lodge. Yeah. Um, it was a long battle. I mean, how long ago did Ted Stevens die? I, I, you know, I want to say 10 years, but it might be much longer. We might be talking uh, 15. Yeah. No, it might be close. I think. It but I mean, he time. said, wrong mind, wrong place. So, I mean, yeah. it was a thing when he was still here. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hear that. Did that just come down the last day or two? Yeah, the EPA um, vetoed it uh, using the Clean Water Act. And so it has all but completely shut it down. I mean, I'm sure there will be lawsuits and it will get drug out oh, again. Oh, sure, but sure, sure. Probably drag out for another 10 years. but 2010. But it's pretty yeah, it's close 13 to being years. gone. Yeah, so I mean, he he said, "Wrong mind, wrong place." Wrong mind, wrong time. Wrong time. Good don't, rhyme. Don't kill no salmon. Rhyme. Can't be having <laughs> that. Um, beat. How was paradise? It was nice, dude. I'm so excited to go. I'm excited for you. Yeah, I thought about you. I thought about because you guys are going to Maui, right? Yeah. Going to Kihei. We did the Honolulu thing. Haven't done that in a while. It was pretty fun. I mean, we were yeah. only there for less than a week, six, seven days, six days. And uh, <clears throat> I haven't been probably a decade or more. And I think I think I was probably more enthusiastic about the idea of that, like, kind of more chaotic populated experience of Hawaii because it was post-COVID. And so I know that Hawaii was, like, really shut down and was <laughs> a super bummer yeah. for the last two years. So to see it like hustling and like bustling and, and, you know, it was like in its, it wasn't definitely, it's not in its glory days yet. If you, cause I've been there a handful of times, but it was really great. Just the, the vibe with all the people and it just seemed like everybody was so happy to be there. Most of us were from Northern areas such as Canada, you know, a, a, a lot of the, a lot of A's going on. Um, 
Uh, yeah, for sure. Yep. C. C, senor. Copy that. 10-4. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like, a, you know, 49-50. Yeah. Got it, that. We all, as Alaskans, just got that relationship with Hawaii. Well, and it's like, it's pretty cool because it's, it's a six-hour flight. And, you know, Sunday, we left Sunday afternoon. Sunday morning, I'm scraping the driveway, and I clean my truck and just kind of did a few things. And then, you know, later that day, I hopped on a flight, and six hours later, I was sucking that humid, warm air, you know? And that, that was the best. Monday evening, you're putting on uh, aloe? <laughs> you know, it's funny, because, like, I, I don't have much of a tan, and I was only got a couple of days of good weather to even get a tan, because I do tan really good. But you know what I did do that I've never done? Is I put hell of sunblock on, dude. I never do that. Oh. I'm like, ah, I got melanin in my skin, boys. I just, you know, fry and burn and tan later. You know, this would be my thing. Oh, that's which, what I love to do. Yeah, which is really. It's my plan. Can really, you know, increase your risk for fucking skin cancer. So I strongly advise not to do that. And as I'm getting older, I'm like, man, the skin don't heal as easy. Yeah. Because I've had some catastrophic burns in a lot, in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, have you ever like, had a like, Mexico burn? Like where you had to crack the, like my aunt had a spot in, in, in a, a while. Aloe plant. An aloe plant outside the house. And yeah. they had to lay me down on a cot in a, in a separate bedroom with two fans on me. <laughs> with a whole two whole leaves my aunt cracked open and like laid over my whole body as I rotated. See, I don't. I like, think I get burned. I get burned. I got a fever. I got a fever. Oh, yeah. oh, I got yeah. a fever. I, I, had, I had a fever. I got an. Yeah, you I, went full Hallie. I, I went. I had, dude, <laughs> Hallied out. I, I, I had like nightmares, dude. I, it was like I the bet. worst. Oh, yeah. It was. A, I mean, <laughs> my body was in. My body was in malaria. A, my body was in a state of shock or some shit. <laughs> and I realized, like, wow, dude, you can get burnt, like really burnt. I'll tell you a story. I'll, t- I'll tell you two funny stories. Don't have anything to do with Hawaii, but they got to do with sunburns and other shit. I no joke, man. had a buddy. We were in high school, and we used to ride Arctic Valley a lot. And we were springtime, Arctic Valley, military side. And you would, like, sit up top in the snow, whatever, just, like, super nice out, you know, probably 50 degrees. Yeah. And my Hard boy, Leon Belden. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> he took his shirt off Leon and put Burton. on baby oil. Oh no! And we Shit. snowboarded, and we were snowboarding. So with his shirt on, so you're cold. Like he, you know, there's wind. Like yeah, you ain't, bro. But the, the reflection UV, the off, of the off the sun. Oh, you're getting yeah. the double sun. His nostrils burned were that dude. Like you know, how when you get burnt in Hawaii or somewhere, you get burnt in like a spot, whatever, like your shoulders, shoulders, yeah, forehead, top your of your stomach. Head. You passed yeah. out on the beach. Something. Not nah, this dude. All of him. Because he's hands he's up. I mean, his armpits were burnt, dog. <laughs> oh, like, bad. he was his whole, he was blistered, burnt in oh, the sun. Shit. And my buddy Chris Herkert grew up here his whole life. We go snowboarding in Arizona. We get down to lift, and I'm like. It's crazy. These are all winter I'm like, bro, we got to go inside. And he's like, what? I'm he like, you're frostbit. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, that's what I said. You're from Alaska, and you just got frostbite in Arizona, bro. His nose, tip of his nose was clear. And I was like, you're not nipped, bro. That's turning black. It's going to get ugly. You might lose that. I don't even know what's going to happen. But he got frostbite in in 
The worst sunburn I ever seen was in Alaska, and the, <laughs> my own only friend that's ever I know have been with that got like legitimately not frost nip, frost bitten, yeah. was in Arizona. Go figure. Go figure. But I, I like lathered up. I, I I never go high SPF, but we had some. We had like I went into the rip curl, and I got a dope new shirt for the. For the, bank, the sheet banquet, got my fit, get my fit ready. Oh, you got your uh, fit ready, Doc? Oh, do you get You fit. know we're going shacket, right? <laughs> did you Is get it your shacket sh- season? <laughs> I'm going Canadian tuxedo, Doc. Oh, perfect. Well, Straight oh, yeah. denim. I got a cool, got okay. a cool shirt. I'm so denim my, on, denim on. Oh, denim. we are going down. I'm wearing my denim shacket. Oh, there you go. Your, you might get kind of hot. All right. Stay hot. You'll be ready to like go in and out, smoke once at the top of the roof. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I grabbed some uh, fifty, SPF fifty. At the, I already had some excited. Been out for a day. So I was like, I just want a fresh bottle. The Sun Bum. It's a yeah. really good sunblock. And uh, I just was like, you know, I'm just gonna play it cool, man. I don't. I, I only got a couple of days. I don't want to like good feel job, discomfort. Dude. And and sunburn hurts. It, yeah. And so I just I did good. I never I've never not been burnt. I'm always laying in bed. I'm like, honey, peel my back. And she's like, this is fucking disgusting. And I'm like <laughs> peeling like a snake. Have you guys ever been burnt so bad you like whole uh, back peels? Oh, I've I peeled, but not like that. Oh, dude, I've had some again catastrophic peeling. Obviously, after burns, I'm bad, dude. I'm so bad. But this time I took care of my skin, and uh, I only got a couple of days, but it was nice. Yeah. Ate good. Walked around a lot. Um, did you go boogie you, board? No, I, I wanted to, man. We just didn't. Not enough time. You know what I mean? Like, not time was, to boogie board. <sighs> I go straight I, dark when I'm there. Well, here's the thing: when you take small children, yeah, yeah you know, your true. sole focus is like, yeah. what you know, keep you, them alive. Keep them. Alive. <laughs> <laughs> So focused, dude. It's like don't get I mean, too hammered and keep them alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't want to get some. I yeah. mean, that's like, I mean, and I really took more initiative this round. Um, you know, Rena, she's always really been the mother hen. Every time we go on vacation, to lather them up and get them ready. It's like, oh, honey, I'm gonna do it this time. Yeah, it's time consuming, and I was like, they're coming out of the water, and they always wipe their face. Oh, so they're so wiping the all this. They're well, they're wiping all the sunblock off. You just put on. Oh, after you got zinc, dude. 15 minutes and so i'd like i had a stick i was some mm. stick yeah i just kept on like come here come here yeah. the kids didn't get that's burnt. perfect for around here oh, oh yeah. the forehead cheeks. Yeah. The, the, the chin i even mm-hmm. put it on their ears and then then we had their hair in like double braids tight so their scalp was super exposed oh just one so stripe i did, I did like a little mine? strip yeah. yeah i mean kids <laughs> yeah, just like, you, like yo, kids <laughs> just I, what i did that. learn kids get burnt your trip is fucked oh you're done you're just, yeah, dude. you're just babying them the whole time, man. Like yeah. they get yeah. chapped and burnt, and of course they can't. They, you know, salt water tears you up. You get chafing with your bathing suits because you know they just don't. They just go. They go full send and don't realize you got to pace yourself yeah. in the salt in the ah, ocean. You can go full send in the pool for three hours, but you got to pace yourself in the ocean. Oh, it just ocean. sucks you dry. Well, and then the sand and it gets in your mm. bathing. Su- I mean, just in the all the eyes years are I've just got, red as can be. <laughs> Well, because every you would go down there for three hours, and you're just like you can see them. They're just like, you know, they eat all the <laughs> snacks, and now they're like starting to get red, and you're like, yeah. God damn it! Time like I go. could easily be down here for another six hours, but give me three days and laying in the sun for at least five to six hours, I'd be nice golden tan. But I mean, we oh, got a couple hours here yeah. and there. And I go, I go straight to like. 
The, it's even, no, none of the dudes are trying to hand me flyers. Put it that way. It, it's it's <laughs> it's dark. It's They're dark, like, and nah, you get there and get tan as soon as you walk yeah, off yeah, the plane. Here. Oh, I, I got bet, photos yeah. from like my wedding when we were down there. I don't know if you know you know Bobby Bolin. Oh yeah, it's like you me and Bobby like Bolin, and I'm darker than him <laughs> in the photos. <laughs> Everyone's asking oh. us if we're brothers. You local, bro? Like, yeah, yeah, man. No, they don't ask you this. No, and Bobby was living there. You don't get called no. a Holly. <laughs> no, I've been called a Holly. <laughs> me too. Yeah, me too. I don't mind it. But yeah, it was great, man. It was great. And and we had a nice, pretty decent condo just like a block from the beach. And I mean, I, I want to go do something quiet. And oh, man, we were talking about earlier. Oh, sure. Yep. I missed the fucking, what do you call it? The, the Eddie a cow. The Eddie a cow. The, like, so that's Sunday the 22nd. I think it was the 22nd. For people that don't know, what is that? It's uh that's the guy who died. Eddie Akau was like a f- super famous North Shore lifeguard. He okay. saved over five hundred, like over five hundred people. Oh wow. And he was also like a Hawaiian champion surfer. Yeah, they have tons of like pictures. And so of him he and- so he did um they were doing this like traditional route like Polynesian paddle, like how the Polynesians mm-hmm. got to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So like open, real fucking yeah, ocean, traditional paddle in like a double like pontoon boat thing. And um, the boat capsized in like, I think the seventies, I think it was the seventies. And um, he decided that he was going to swim for help. Oh, that was Eddie that did that? And like swim uh, to shore. Yeah, he was gonna swim to try and get everyone in the boat rescued by someone. I've like seen the document. I've seen the documentary help. on yeah. that. And he um, he died right doing that. He was never found. They never found. Never his found body. him. Yeah. And they, someone rescued those people, but he was he went for help, and uh, his body was never found. So they do uh, a surf competition that is like as Hawaiian style as you can get. That is a tribute to him, and it's paddle in only at Waimea Bay, and uh, it's when the waves are they ha- the waves have to be well one the swell has to be the right direction that it's coming in firing Waimea, mm-hmm. and then the swell has to be like twenty feet Hawaiian, which is Hawaiian measure waves from the back. So faces are basically double that height. So forty foot waves, and oh. and it has to, so it has to be. And then so it's every year they have it, but it doesn't always happen because the storm has to hit coming from the right direction, and the waves have to be big enough. A lot of most of the time they're not big enough. So it's probably one every three or four years that it goes, and sometimes yeah, it can go cycles. twice in a year. But it's there's a lot of gaps, and it, it's like. You know, you've seen the stickers everywhere in Hawaii. Eddie would go. Yeah. And then. Yep, I've seen them everywhere. The, like, motto Eddie would, is. Eddie would go? Eddie like, would uh, go. Like, go, like, go surf? Or, well, like, it's not like, surf? It's like when you're, you know, it's just, like, motivational bumper sticker. Oh, like, okay, Eddie When would you're go. talking to yourself out of something, Eddie would go. What was the last name? Yeah, like, I, I, I go A-I-K-A-U. And so, they. There he is there, Daniel. 
So they Edward Ryan, let me read that real quick. Akua was a Hawaiian lifeguard and surfer. As the first lifeguard of Waimea Bay on the island of Oahu, he saved over 500 people and became famous for surfing the big Hawaiian surf, winning several awards, including the 1977 Duke Kahanamoku Invitational Surfing Championship. Duke's like the original OG surfer, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, they call him like the inventor well, Duke of surfing. Is the original. He was uh, Duke Kamani. Kahanamaku was the um, OG OG. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people like credit him with like being the original surfer, like wooden carved. He's so famous in in Oahu and Waikiki. Well, yeah, I think he was. Dude, he's on governor. Every I think he was governor, and he's a god there. Yeah, Kahanamaku Boulevard and all that. Yeah, he's a he's a god. But Eddie was, you know, it's a big deal. So that it's an invite only. You know, they, they oh, invite, invite the, and then it's like, it's it's December through January, I think, or January through February, or just half of December to half of February. It's like a two-month period where it could go. So and you so got to be just so, not ready. Yeah, so these surfers are like on call. On call, yeah. And then when the swell looks like it's setting up, they go. And then it's paddle in, and it's just. Versus jet ski? Yeah, you not, they're not towing. Okay, so not being towed in, it's like jaw, like Jaws. And you ever seen? You ever been to Jaws on Maui? Uh, that is incredible. I yeah. definitely plan to take the kids there. That's like a lot of towing. I mean, North Shore is. I mean, dude, surfing is. I don't know. By far the hardest thing that I've ever done. Yes, yeah, so as far as like athletic type things, it looks so hard. It is hard. I mean, and I, I mean, I snowboard. I've done a lot of wakeboarding. It's. They're not. They have not. They don't do anything for you surfing. Well, in the what I forgot about Honolulu, Waikiki Beach is how cool the surfing vibe is. I mean, there's locals that are surfing, and I'm sure they're probably annoyed with all the. No, I mean, I don't think the locals in Waikiki I, I feel like are. They that know has to be like longboard, a hundred percent. they're probably very helpful there. I, I would like to believe so because there's you know there's probably a hundred surfers. At any given time, from yeah, they don't daybreak care to sunset. about kooks and barnies in the water there. Yeah, they're like they're because there's there's newbies out there every day. You know, people go out there, they do a lesson, they're like, "I'm ready." Yeah, and, and those but, are not like but the wave, waves. Yeah, the like, waves are awesome for that. Yeah, like I, I guess I just forgot. Slow, low. Yeah, slow. and it's and you can paddle out there in like ten minutes. Yeah, well, you, you walk know, if you, damn near out there halfway. Oh, yeah, you, you can walk out to your neck like almost a thousand yards. It seems like. Of course, the waves, the waves were a pretty good size when I was there because right there by the hotels, they crash pretty damn close. Like, yeah. The, the pretty decent waves come in right there um, for just swimming and, like, hanging out in the water with yeah. your eight-year-old. Just wait till yeah. we go to North Shore. Yeah, and so I'm watching. Yeah, I, I can't wait. Um, I was watching all the group out there, and I'm like, man, of all the times in the surf and the, and the whole scenario, it looks like perfect to learn how to to surf it probably is great i mean just they're small they're you get a good ride in you jump off you can paddle back out in like a minute and then try to catch another wave and like yeah, rinse and repeat rinse and repeat and and then we were just watching these guys before we we fired off the show tonight we we're watching this video and these are guys that are i'm sure of them two and three decade experienced surfers some, yeah, and some sure. incredibly talented young guys. I imagine that are some of the best in the world. They look, they look like they're just learned how to surf trying to catch some of these 
monstrous, aggressive, fast waves. I got a video up here. So if anybody, you're listening to this podcast uh, this morning, tonight, two weeks from now, whenever you tune into this episode, if you haven't gone to our YouTube channel and checked out any of our YouTube videos, like this would be the time, episode 102, to go uh, and check this out and watch it from a video camera uh, or just go to YouTube and watch the video of the 2023, January... 22nd 2023 so that was sunday and we just flew in that night man what's the video we, called we just flew in uh this one is called surfing massive waves Waimea bay january 22nd 2023 and uh we're, bl- we're bluetooth so i think we're gonna get some good sound and uh i'll go ahead and play it i think there's gonna be some music in between. yeah it is what is that chad that's a 40 footer that's probably not but the ones that they're going to go for and paddle for are those are, you know, they're waiting for set waves. So what we're watching on YouTube are, are primarily are, are some of them are. Um, yeah, that's probably 40 they're feet. Just paddling just out. Look, look at the guys you can't even see in the bottom right now. They're just hidden. Yeah, in, then, the, in the, in yeah, the barrel part. And, and that's an 11-foot board probably right there. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's, that's a 40-footer. Yeah, on the front. absolutely. Yeah, the drone footage is amazing. And this is probably one of the biggest paddling waves in the world you have you have jaws that they can sometimes paddle in but a lot most of the time those guys are towing in there and then you have mavericks in california which is Mm. monster paddling but a lot of the biggest stuff like i mean that german guy just set the world record with 115 foot in portugal this portion right here i caught that's towing like that's all towing i stumbled across a uh uh, instagram video and i didn't realize what it was at the time where it was said like effing tourist or something like that like it was kind of clowning but this hell (laughs) this group right here just got washed out yeah the guys get drugged back so we're looking at a big crowd of people that are up against the beach up against the wall of rocks just watching um behind them and there's there's canopies and obviously yeah, people are selling food and stuff like that or have their little things and the beach water is just coming all the way up to them and there's people sitting on cliffs on the side i mean this is a massive people there's the thousands of there, people Daniel? thousands of people there there's a huge event man it's is huge. that where homie's house is up on that on that uh on that uh, bench no right there? no no he's he's at pipeline this oh, okay. is this up is higher? down the road at so there's Eddie Akaiu's uh, made a tribute to his sacrifice in 1978, uh, where Chad alluded to earlier his uh, his swim to attempt to get help for a stranded group. Oh, so this is all pre-contest stuff. So yeah. These, so these might not even be. So these might not even this, be the best this surfers particular, in the world. This particular one is pre-contest. Might, they probably can't. They probably don't have the rights to the footage. Oh, of so you think these guys are just so these these guys aren't necessarily the so best. There's so probably practice. some of the guys that are going to be in the comp are definitely out there. Yeah, probably they're, a majority they're, of them. But there's definitely that's why we saw the boogie border. I mean, anybody that's attempting the boogie border this has not to be a damn good surfer, the though. Anybody attempting this has to be a damn good surfer. Oh, so, I mean, more than that. Yeah, you just done, it doesn't mean you're on tour. That's all. There's a boogie border. Yeah, he's not going to be there on surf day. Comp oh, day. oh, he's a boogie boarding. Yeah, my dude. Oh, oh, oh the crashes. Oh, my goodness. Here we go, the crashes. Crash. How about the one earlier when we thought where the dude tried to dive and he just hit a concrete? <laughs> yeah. It's not funny. He probably got concussed. Oh, he oh, got concussed dude's... for sure. 
Hey, hey, those man, waves are so aggressive. What do you say is the space between those waves? 100 yards? At least. Oh, more than that. Probably more. Yeah, 500. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta always. Anytime oh, you think something's like kind of far in the ocean, dude, it's always way further than you think. It's so hard to like gauge distance. I mean, you see those rings forming in the water. That's from that water drawing up. It's that's vacuuming S- off the sand, right? Soil, yeah, yeah. Because because it's pulling so hard. That rip is so hard because that is wave that a is river jacking. coming out there. Yeah, it's Waimea, Waimea River. Okay, Jamie. Um, Jamie O'Brien does some super cool stuff with that river. So what happens is that, um, Waimea is just like a beach break, right? Yeah. So it pounds yeah. the sand. That's why the beach is so steep. Yep. It's yep. constantly just pushing the sand up and up and up. So it makes that where the river comes out. It makes it into this little pond lake area back there. Mm. And there's a bridge. And then you can go back to Waimea Falls, which is super beautiful. Okay. And then nice hike. you'll get some like gnarly rains up in the mountains. And it'll fill that lake. And then these guys will go down there and dig it out with a backhoe oh. to break, to, to break oh, the so sand. It. So it forms a river into the ocean. Mm. And then... Once they break it, like just a little bit, then they just get out of the way and it just washes that sand out and it digs its own river and it makes this super swells so they can literally river surf the water that's draining out. So they'll drop in and there's this like, it's just like this big rolly dragon looking thing of, you've probably seen it in Oregon. They do it on a lot of rivers where they put like cement blocks in and make a, make 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 a a, river surf area. Yeah. So they do that. It's, it's super cool. Like the stuff they're doing. It's a whole different world there. Yes, so this is. Is looks like some of the bigger bigger waves of like midday. The crashes are just insane. They're coming up soon, dude. So, I mean, there so let me ask you this. So if like that dude just crashed and obviously his board is gone. This dude's about to eat it. Like, do you have to just swim back to shore? Or like swim to find your board when no, the next wave's your coming? Your board's on a leash. Well, I mean, that dude lost. I mean, the way that. Some uh, of them lose it, right? These guys got probably double leashes on, so oh, can't okay. snap. Oh, okay. But I can tell you, it's it's not fun. Yeah, because that, that board, toss you is, those boards are like huge, like ten foot thrusters. Like mm. they're big. Yeah. Here, here comes so, a couple of those crashes. So that board is like a bobber. So yeah. When you, so up. when you get you this trying right to get here, underwater, dude, that board. <laughs> That board's not coming underwater. Dude, he skipped on the water. Oh, so, like, so when they're getting drugged right there, that board's caught. <laughs> it's tombstoning. Okay, they call totally it because it's tied on the back, right? So when that board's standing straight up, that means the dude is being held down, mm. and he's pulling on that board, and that board is dragging him because it's caught in the white water. Gotcha. So you're just getting dragged, dragged by your one by your foot, ankle. and you're being held down at the same time. That's why. So when you see that board like just doing this, yeah, like a bobber, that dude's not having fun. Do they train for that at elite though? Hey, hey, what, hey, no. look, look at this That's one. Look at this one. Look at this one. Look at this one. Look at this one. This next one right here. Oh, oh, oh my! He didn't goodness, go in the water, dude. bro. Because it's no. concrete. Because it's moving. That water's hauling ass. It's just sucking so hard. Wow. That's incredible. This dude's got the knee brace on. Yeah. Go ahead, my dude. Because he crashed the day before. 
He's already blown his ACL out twice. No, he's got the thing so he can't blow his ACL, like with the he's line. He's got an airbag on college. You know, one of the things I noticed is really popular, and I'm sure they've been popular. I just happened to see it. Are those new boards with the... Um, it looks foils. like a little board, too. The foils. There we go. Yeah. Those well, look that's fun, what we're talking man. about Jay Liska when he came on, talking about foiling. Foiling. Remember? Yeah, he's talking foiling. about e-foiling, though. It's different. E-foiling is, like, powered. Yeah. Yeah, no, these, like these a, dudes It's on, like, like, a lake. Yeah, yeah, no, these dudes, and those are crazy expensive. Just follow Kai Lenny on Instagram, bro. You want to see the, that dude is, he is the new. Foil master? Duke Kamanamaku, oh. like straight up full on waterman. Not just, a, not just an unbelievable surfer. Oh, dude man. can windsurf. Probably the best foiler out there. He's incredible on a foil board. Windsurfer, paddler, canoeer, like just waterman. Solar around water boy. And just young, unreal throws the most ridiculous airs and flips and five forties and make twists and like it's it's crazy what he can do on a board. This dude's about to get jacked. Did he make it? I feel oh, like yeah, he's not he going like it. sideways enough. No, he has it. You can't go sideways in Waimea, man. You're no, just, you can't. No, you're just trying to outrun too, the whitewater. Yeah. You can't that board won't be fast enough down the line. He's still there. He's it has to be there. big enough that you can catch the wave because you got to paddle so fast to catch that wave. So you got to have a big board. They can't like they can go down the line a little bit, like the bad boys. But those waves aren't really, you know, the next day was probably more peeling. Oh, oh this is what I want to see: how they initially get out there. Damn right, dude! You got to just start bro. like just pounding. Well, they try to find that area where it's ripping, and it's like. Oh, pulling, so it pulls them pulling out. them out. Oh, gotcha. Because you need all the help you can get. What a beautiful day there, too. Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. Yeah, we landed. Awesome we stuff. landed. Oh, that's cool. Some Chinooks. Yeah, we landed and and then we caught wind of it. Like it, we we got to our condo and finally settled like eleven. It's like, oh, there's a surf competition. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a big deal here and. She's like, ah, oh, shit, it was today. I'm like, ah, oh, man. If you're there any time in winter from. Oh, I'm sure we could have went like on Monday and grabbed a car and went and looked at and watched monster waves coming in. Because the waves were big in Waikiki that Monday. They were actually yeah, but that's, ripping pretty hard. That's opposite side of the island. So. That's what I'm saying. If it was ripping hard there, you knew. Well, the, the swells are complete. Like summertime is when the swells are bigger on, on the other Waikiki, side. Waikiki, yeah. Yeah. Because of storms. Because it's, it's, you know, winter in the it's southern hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you can, like, even if it's not absolutely firing, to just go and watch locals surf pipeline. Go. go. Oh, it's the great, it's it. called the greatest show on earth for a reason. Like, because it is, it is right there. Like, you are, yeah. it's half the distance of this to oh, the wave. Man. Oh, God. That guy just got eaten alive. He's just concussed, just full. I mean, like they're that, so violent. That's what. How does that board stay a, on, dude? That thing's gonna be so, so tight, just, just dragging just you. Up. Like, oh, dude, just shot it's, up. Dude, I haven't. He's I right haven't. I haven't been in any. I've been in overhead waves. That's as big as I've been in. Nothing, even in this realm. This is. And I have been dude, drugged by a board. And I remember because I because I read, I read um, Kelly Slater's book when he had a book come out years ago. Years ago, and he's a, he's a Florida boy. Like he was from Florida, and he was talking about in the book about about his ex- first experience in Hawaii. He was so excited to go, and then he was terrified. And he was already like a ripping surfer, like 
Well, this, up this and coming, one of the best him? in the world, like yeah. 13, 14 year old kid, went to Hawaii for the first time. He was talking about in the book about how he couldn't believe the amount of force that the wave pulling on him. Like, he's like, I thought my leg was going to come out of socket. And I remember falling in Mexico at this place um, that was overhead that day. And uh, I never caught a wave. I got caught inside a bunch, and I paddled for a bunch of waves. But I got drugged. Like, I tried to get up, and I got up, and then I fell. And I landed in the white water, and I got shoved down. And it was pretty deep there. And I remember getting shoved down, and the water, like, the pressure pushing me down to the bottom, like, hit the ocean floor. And that pressure was like... Like it was someone was standing on my back, like oh, pushing me yeah. down. And then all of a sudden, yeah. the wave caught that board and just yanked me and was dragging me. And I remember I remember the line in that book because I was like, wow, this is a really yanking on my leg. Mm. Like this is like if a grizzly bear bit the bottom of your shoe and there was like no pain on your leg, play was just pulling you. That's yeah. what it felt like. I was like, this isn't in crazy amount of pressure and then it was like finally let go of me and i was just like swam up and got smashed again <laughs> it's like I'm, i surfing is hard um yeah it is i yeah. can never get it's up. Like, i never got up. it's like tried, 90 it's like 90 percent paddling taj was trying to help me i couldn't do it well I, i'm pretty i'm committed i'm pretty i'm committed i want to go back and I, I would love to do a trip with just some adults Number one, just for the experience. Um, I love the family trip, but I want to go do... Is that I'd a possibility? To to a, could you guys swing that? Yeah. I mean, it'd have to be pre-planned in advance, but we could we could swing it. You know, we just... I mean, it's just hard to like, hey, watch our kids for two weeks. They got basketball, hockey, yes. school yes. pickups. Blah, 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 blah. What if it was a week? That, that's what I'm saying. Just like that quick week. like Seven, the, ten smashing, days, Yeah, like exactly. Smash and bash thing. But I, I was watching it, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, man... I would love to go rent some fins and a boogie board and like go out there and go catch some waves yeah. and, and go ride. You know, oh, we're hundred percent doing that. Well, in Kihei, in Kihei, you go down to uh, Kiawakapu Beach at the just down on the right side before it goes up the hill to Wailea, and you'll see it when you get down there. It's, you can't miss it. the The waves are like perfect for just like that doing novice, that. and you yeah, can bodyboard even, and, and it's yeah. like so subtle. And the boys can go out there, and you guys can hang out on the beach and watch them swim and play and like still be in distance to them where you can, can you, you know, do, get can to you them. Can you do childless? Depends when. Yeah. There's this perfect. Like winter, summer. I mean, winter, spring. I, I forget what week it is, but there's this perfect window of opportunity. And Daniel's, it's perfect for him too, where there's those in-service days, like going into the third quarter, I think, in February. Is that right? Would that be the third quarter? That's yeah. when we're going now. February seventeenth oh. to the yes. There's a week where the kids have basically just bullshit school time, and they're not missing nothing. It's parent teacher conferences, so you you know schedule your Zoom or whatever with the teacher. Do it later, but well, because my because um, my that's our plan for my birthday next year is to do at my boy's house, and we could definitely um, it's it would be like a lot easier at that place without kids. Plus, yeah. it's like plus. North Shore that time of year is, you know, it's not kid friendly. No, I mean you can definitely there's definitely you can definitely go to beaches and kids yeah. have fun and they're totally safe. Oh but, yeah, go to some of the other beaches. Yeah, just to like 
like we'll go out like at night like under well, the moon, under awesome. the moonlight and right in front of the house is like pipeline we're off to like lookers left of the break and so you're kind of in between it and another break that's a little bit further down the beach to your left and we can go out there and it's like there's a super good spot right in front of the house it's like no reef it's all sand and we can get out to where we're we're in the waves and it's like up to your neck you know you can touch the bottom and then it swells up and you can't touch and and then we can like duck dive those big waves when they come in and just like you get to just duck dive probably fun and just feel the power and there's no rip so you're not like you just are kind of like bobbing up and down and you get like you get pushed in 10 feet you get pulled out 10 feet but it's not like ripping you out it's not dangerous at all yeah anyone can do it yeah and uh just like to get out there and feel like just like duck diving that it's like it's like ripping Mm -hmm. over your back and feeling the power is like just that in itself is like cool I've done a lot of ocean stuff. My dad and his brothers are mm. deep into getting out there. Playing so they would the take water. me as a kid. Yeah. I mean, as like teenager and all that and get in, I mean, Florida stuff. It can get sketchy. Oh, I yeah. Oh, yeah. It can get sketchy oh, can for get, sure. Like I've had a lot Hawaii, of Like Because we used to go Hawaii all the time. Mm-hmm. And I would just go. I mean, I told you guys the cro- the river crossings. And it was just like something we did. Like water? Let's go. Yeah. Jump in. We'd <laughs> drawn to about. it. Yeah. Well, it's just you get rolled up in a wave once or twice, and you're like, "Oh shit!" It's good for you. It's a very interesting feeling to be just a piece of matter rolling around. (laughs) Yeah, it's good for you. It it reminds you like you can't. This thing will just turn you into. Doesn't care about you. Spit you out, and you're just a microcosm of nothing. nothing It's uh, humbling. Yeah, stand up your nose. I'm not afraid to hide. Boxers around your ankle. You're just like. I'm comfortable on steep stuff. I'm comfortable. The water is by far the most under the ocean to me is terrifying. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I love being in it. I love swimming in it. I love die. I love trying to yeah, playing in the waves. my best at all the stuff you do in it. Spear fishing, surfing. I love to attempt them. I can't do any of them for shit. And I'm terrified pretty much the whole time. Even snorkeling, man, it takes me like oh, I do not like snorkeling. a couple days to get used to the breathing. Oh, before I'm like can calm down enough that I'm enjoying breathing through. Yeah, that. and I mean now I'm like a lot quicker to it because I've done it a bunch. But it's yeah. all about that relaxation, right? Like just yeah, like you just gotta Maybe be I like need one to try it again. And it's just with that a like, mindset too, because I, I love it. I've had horrible experiences. Well, you gotta get you gotta. The key is too, man, is like. You got to just buy your own equipment or at least a snorkel and buy a super good snorkel that doesn't it doesn't take on water when you dive. Mm. Like they have a float valve that closes. Because that's a major key, dude. Because if you got like, you're just out there with the straw snorkel and every time the wave splashes over, it's filling <laughs> up water and you don't know how to like blow, blow it, clear blow it that. Out. Yeah. It's like, it's stressful. And then you got to pick your head up. And every time you pick your head up, like it's just dipping it back in. Yeah, so you gotta like you gotta just stay <laughs> in it. You I love snorkeling. It's really man. I think yeah. I, I, I love it. I've done some real good like, snorkeling. No. I love it. I had a. I've been going deep. I had an issue for Diamond. a while. That I had a hole nice. in the eardrum, and so like it was difficult for me. I tried plugs and everything, but 
the water would still get through and pressurize through that, and I'd just get my ear would be fucked uh, up like the whole time because I had a hole in my eardrum. I get like, oh, it's the worst ear the, infections the from it. Ear. It sucked. Oh. Yeah, I went in and had an ear mm. infection and went snorkeling. My grandparents took me out to um, Molokini Crater yeah. in Maui. Yeah. You'll see it mm-hmm. when you're in Kia. It's out there. I've been out there. You've been to Ma- you've been to Kia? I've been to Maui like I don't know. Oh, okay. Times. I thought you said you hadn't been there. I, I never stayed in Kihei. Oh, okay. I've been to Maui lots of times. Okay. What well, was it? Lots like. Well, when you're time. in Kihei, off to the left side, Molokini craters out there. Mm-hmm. Dormant volcano tip sticking out, and it's just the most amazing. Not anymore. I heard. Oh, I, I mean, for, snor- for snorkeling, that used to be the spot, right? Yeah, like twenty, thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a little cloudier now. Oh, yeah. is it? Ah, oh, shit, man. Well, I, the, when I went, it was epic, but I had a horrible ear infection and a sinus infection mm. and my grandparents drug me out there it was a beautiful ride out the freaking flying fish were jumping and porpoises and humpbacks everywhere it was just the most amazing but i was really ill I had a fever i was sick <laughs> i've had a fever in hawaii i guess multiple times i don't know why um howie yeah, I guess oh, just well. it just chews me up and spits me out, man. I'm just like, I love this place. That just destroys me. <laughs> anyway, it um yeah, we went out there, man, and I jumped in the water and it's very vast. It's open. It's not just like you go off into like off the beach into the reef yeah. hundred yards offshore and snorkel around and see some aquarium fish. It's like, no, there's fucking sharks. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. giant like I don't not groupers, but those big fucking huge fish down there yeah. like i was like damn there's some sea creatures down there <laughs> yeah straight up yeah. <laughs> and i i quickly was like oh wow this is like pretty major and oh relax it's safe it's good and i man i ended up full panic yeah i got like four or five hundred yards away from the boat <laughs> i've done that and i freaked the fuck out <laughs> yeah, there's nobody around me. With the surfboard no i went out i went i came back myself and i just freaked myself out and then I tried it a couple other times. Yeah. And I like cut my finger on a fish. And I don't know. I just had some weird shit where I was like, you know what, man? <laughs> nah. Yeah, nope. you need a good experience. Well, I haven't done it since I was an adult, though. That's oh, I mean. man. No, I mean, I think the last time I did it was like, I was like 16. Oh, you're so, grown uh, now. It's like 100 years ago. I, it is. Yeah. a long time you're ago. Grown now. And I'm like, man, I'm like way more confident in myself. Uh, you guys didn't go snorkeling? <laughs> What's oh, that? you got the little little kids. man. It was we're, you're just so limited. Yeah. It was like we were just doing everything that was like easy for them to enjoy for several hours. Yeah, and we just catered around that, and it was easy that way. You and go to the zoo? Nah, we were going to. It was like it's cloudy. It was we got some rainy days, and I, I was telling folks today, I've been there. I don't know, maybe like ten times. I've been to Hawaii in my life. Which I think is a fortunate thing if you've ever been to paradise that many times. Yeah. Um, and I've never had bad weather. I mean, every time I've ever gone, like forecast will show shit, and then the next day it's just perfect. 82 and sunny. Every time. Perfect. Yeah. And, and I was like, one of these years, man, like you're going to go and you're going to catch the rains. Just some shitty weather. And I've been there. Torrential rain. And it rains like hard, flooding. dude. Flooding and Corman went with his family for uh Reagan, his daughter's 16th, uh, sweet 16. They went back to uh Kihei Wailea area and they had the surf um surge so high up, Kiawakapu was slamming up on the wall of the parking lot, yeah. Oh, wow, and we have never seen it like that. So, some yeah. wicked storm came up and then it just cut the, the bank down, so it was like a mm. fucking ramp, 
Yeah. And you know, Oahu, Waikiki was like that. It was very steep, very close up to the of the resorts. So I think like maybe a month ago or so, maybe Storm a little longer, something came in Probably heavy right there and Sam's slammed it. Sam's got to get all pushed back. Mm-hmm. It'll all settle back down and do its thing. It's but cool if their wells are there and you put your head under the water. I didn't. Yeah. yeah, we didn't see them. They weren't. They weren't in the area yet. No, that's a February-ish type. They might have been, but it's why he's so loud and there's like a billion boats out there. And yeah, Valentine's is like when the whole whale watching. Yeah, the whole whale. You're like, gonna see event. Them probably like there's a big go. whale whale convention there. Like it's around Valentine's. Yep. That's why, like, if you go to Maui, you can't even find a place to stay. Pretty well, much. you can, but it's gonna cost you. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, too, because of the uh, the whole whaling thing, like, it was yep. super difficult when we went there. It was like, but I like Kihei. Yeah. That's my favorite spot. I there. never it's, stayed in Kihei. It's more local. It's more. I like always always stayed on the other cooler side. field. When was the last time you've been to Maui? To to Kihei itself, because it's it's not as lo- local as it used to be. Five or six years. Oh, it's the same then. Yeah, it's not not that much has changed. Well, just not. It's just not like. Lahaina, where it's a bunch of oh, like yeah, yeah. rich tourists. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of Canadians, eh? Yeah. yeah. All over the place. Hey, hey. A lot of Canadians. You're right, though. Once you go south Kihei and you come back north, it gets more local. Yeah. And you right can there. hunt on Maui. You can. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you're talking about a... That's uh, an adult trip. Axis deer. That's an adult trip. What are we talking about? The boat? Yeah. I'd be down to do an adult trip like that. Well, that was my thought. I want. I would love to plan a trip where we. Now I want to throw snorkeling back in there because I want. Now I'm like, Bro, I want to break my fear. We're taking my boat. We'll have it. We're yes. hooked up. So I'd like to border surf, snorkel, party at a club. I'd love to go to a club. That'd be fun. A club. I want to go club. And you're picking Hawaii for the club? Like, how about Vegas or Atlanta? No, I, I just I, I, I caught on to a couple that were in Honolulu that, that I looked dope. I know nothing about a club. And they're, they're the club, and then there's the one underneath. The That's under the, club? The under club. The under the club, the club in the club. <laughs> Got you. Right? Are you trying to hit the club up? I'm trying to hit the club up, man. Oh, shit. I'm trying to just unbutton my shirt to like my Regina, are you hearing this? I just don't have those kind of clothes when I'm in Hawaii, I guess, for <laughs> club. Just don't wear a shirt. Oh, just go just go full tat. They allow okay. that. All right. Yeah, Jimmy will be like, "Get off them, girls. Get off them." Yeah. Um. Uh. And they'll be like, "Sir, put your shirt on." Spear fishing? <laughs> no, just just the definitely spear fishing. Like just doing more adventurous stuff. And I want to yeah. go on a hike. Like I want to go on a hike. I'm like, man, I just want to do some different shit. Yeah. I'm down. Like I can definitely go for two weeks in Kihei and just go to the beach every single day. No, drink, I like to do stuff. Drink. Too. You know, fishing, beer the whole time. I love to spear fish. I'm gonna go to the Big Island, my buddy. Yeah, I got some Big Island hookups too. Oh, I was talking about certs. So I was like, oh, I want to get a bow cert. And like, you only need it for draws, but you're right. But that's a place where you, it's crazy because it's super easy to just, I don't want to say there's like hunting licenses even in Hawaii, but you have to have a hunter's education certificate. You do? You do. In Hawaii? Yes. In the state of Hawaii, it requires a hunter's education. Yeah, you do. Certain. Mm. Which is, from any state, Depends any place. Depends who you're with or who you're going, yeah, I guess. Well, <laughs> that too. Yeah. My guy didn't tell me that. I'm not going to mention his name. So I ran, I ran into my my uh, my neighbor, John, and uh, his, him and his family were headed over to Kona. We were just right next to each other in the gates there. And he's like, yeah, we're going to Kona, family trip. 
He's still there. He's there for three weeks. He shows a picture of his buddy. They had three rangers side by sides on Kona. Mm-hmm. 122 deer in a day. Bro. Is that necessary? They're hunting rifles. And they... So ARs. Meat, meat harvest requirement. Obviously, access deer are, are... Invasive. They're invasive, so they're not... And they're planted. There's no predators. So Everything can, there is invasive. You can just annihilate yeah, numbers and never touch them. He said they pretty much harvest all the tenderloins. That's it. You get like jalapeno cheese tenderloin sausages. Why didn't he <laughs> send? He could have sent me the the rest. One hundred twenty-two I, I, times. I guess four. they don't eat. I, I guess they don't eat legs. that good. Which I don't know about that. They, I'm I'm believing that those deer eat really good. I would think. Yeah, dude. I've had I had I mean, some the Emily's axis deer, and it tasted great. But they had yes, three I'll, rangers with like I mean they're piled above the roof. The pig down the there, ranger dude. The pigs taste amazing. Yeah, those I want to try too. So I, the, I mean, the goats and the sheep, to. maybe they don't taste that great. Possibly, know. my buddy says it all tastes great. I mean, I'd eat them all, but anyway, that it'd be nice to kind of do something. Yeah, you know, but I'm I'm stoked for you, Jack. I know Jack got to go. I got to go. You get to go. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, man. I I don't know. I I can't go every year. I want to go. I want to plan the the North Shore trip yeah. that we talked about. With the, with the homie hookup that you got. I, I don't want to pass that up. No, you don't. And if you're down for it next year or during this time, would be the best. Well, yeah, it's my 50th. Oh, shit. We're going. I just got to find a date that worked that he, because he, he rents it out. Correct, to correct. Surf company. That's probably during, a popular time, the, too. Well, no, I mean, not February. I think February, the comps yeah, are over. tapes off, yeah. I think the comps are November through, like, January, end of January. Maybe the beginning of February they're ending. So, like, middle of February, you could definitely probably do it. Yeah, that'd be the time. That's perfect. That's perfect. And it's still firing, so you're still going to see good waves and all that. And you can, can, whatever, it's great. Yeah. I don't know about the kid free at that time, though. Got snowbirds on our hands. Well, we'll. Oh, I see. Well, yeah, we'll figure out dates, and then we'll just figure it out. I've all, I've always considered the later two, because for us, we have the option where my mother in law comes up in like the end of March, mid March, from the Philippines, and she's there for the the summer. Yeah, and she loves. Yeah, who knows? It could get. I, I don't so. know what's going to be available in this place. So yeah. yeah, we'll just have to because we could just discuss we'll just about have, this yeah. not on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> people are like, oh, okay, great. These guys are going yeah, yeah, sounds good, guys. <laughs> Just, Sounds you know, great. You know what it is, though. What I I would like to just kind of emphasize is that it is a very popular, um, sought out destination for Alaskans because we are way the fuck up north, right next to Canada, and the closest place to go really warm in a six hour. It's a direct flight. flight. It's a direct flight right to Honolulu, and you're in paradise. Like I said, I was scraping my snow, and then that night I was in Honolulu. And I'm like, yeah. that that you can't beat that. No, no. you know. And you think you're Alaska so far away. It's like, yeah, but it's not yep. to here. L.A. is the same flight. Seattle, San Diego, yeah, the same no, distance pretty yeah, much. So, yeah. but yeah, we can move on. Thanks for asking. Had a great vacation though. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've been living up here a while, you haven't been there in a while, go. If you haven't been there at all, fucking yeah, go. I'll save your money first. Yeah. It's going to cost you. Yeah, it's going to cost you. That's yeah. right. Not cheap. So what's yeah, up with exactly. the um before we close it out? What's up with the um Winter King Derby? 
Oh, that's right. We were talking about that. I know that. You got a boat, Chad? No, not on anything yet. Got to figure it out. All right. I got a buddy who was looking. Team team Homewrecker is going to beat it. He was trying to put some stuff together, but I would definitely like to catch some damn fish. Well, we're going to do the Thursday to Sunday move. We're going to fish hard on Thursday or Friday, excuse Mm -hmm. me, with the intentions of trying to catch some isn't, fish to take home and isn't the it. comp friday saturday well no, i thought it was saturday. friday with a makeup day of saturday no it's That's saturday and fish. if the weather's messed up it they did, did we fish it. sunday last year yeah we did because the weather the seas were bad. oh so mm-hmm. okay so it is saturday okay it's saturday traditionally let's do it yeah so we're, we're gonna go drive down thursday after work or whatever yep daniel got us a room fish friday yeah, well, we should we should plan it with like the other people we know that are going, and we should just all like stay at Lanzander. Yeah, we're at Lanzander. Kick it. Yeah. Well, I know JJ and his, his he'll get his spot. Um, is Jack coming this year? He's still in the air about it. Yeah, I know that. And his if his he wanted group. to go, he could have a full boat. Easy. When is it? Uh-huh. It is March seventeenth. Eighteenth is the Derby. Eighteenth is, is that Saturday. Yep. Yeah, so I'll be back March first. Yeah, and okay. I don't get I get surgery in April, so that'll be great. One last hurrah. Is that the thumb? Ankle. Oh, that's different. Ankle. Full transition or just ligament? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I identify as a basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing this crossover dock in this pot, and I went. There it goes. <laughs> yeah, it, well, let's just stay in touch on that if you can't. Well, Eric did say there's boat. room for two more. He said there's four of us going for sure. He's room for two more to go mm-hmm. fishing. Yep. Um, and since you said you're not, you're trying to just I'm, film. I'm, I don't really care to catch. I mean, I would um, love to catch a fish. Who in my mind, when he said that, I thought of you. Mm-hmm. Um and if and Josh comes, who's who knows if he's coming or not? But we'll work all that details out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, our plan is to be there with whoever can roll out and do that. Um, Make some videos. And get the some uh, don't forget the uh, Derby, the uh, Jewel Lake Jamboree is when this show comes out. And if mm-hmm. it's on Monday, sorry you missed it. Sign up for the next one. Um, what else? Anything else? I Closers? think BHA is doing a thing for um, tags. Yes, they are they doing are. a tag thing. Um, I saw you're that. right. You're right. I don't remember where it is. They are doing a beer pint night on the it's tag. Not Palmer Alehouse. What's the brewery? Leading Heart. No. No. It's the no. other brew. Bear Paw. Bear Paw. Bear Paw Brewing in yep. Wasilla. Bear Paw's in. Wasilla. I believe it's there. Okay. Anyway, you can go to their thing. Check them it's out. It's the Celebrator Drown Your Sorrows. Yeah. Tag draw. It's uh. Day. It's the draw tag result and hunt planning with Chris Alderman. Oh. Christian Woodward at yeah. Bear River. A guide. Bear Paw River Brewing Co. Uh, Palmer. Uh, that's February 17th from 6 to 8. Wait, there's Bear Paw River and there's Bear Paw. Bear Paw River Brewing Company. Oh, Palmer. Palmer. Oh, no, that's what he told me. It's like the their original spot. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The original little spot. Yeah. And they and, built uh, the new one in my That'll be cool. And that's going to be a pint night. It's that's what they I'm in do. Hawaii. That's like a, the 15th? When is that? It's the 17th. 17th. Oh, yeah. So, that's the so day the, I leave. Yeah. Friday the 17th. Yeah. Yep. So it's going to be that, that day. Everybody's going to find out if their hearts are full of joy and love and luck or just straight despair. 
Despair. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be a happy day for me. I know you're gonna probably draw everything you wanted. Somebody just get that farewell buffalo so we can do that oh, epic bison. fucking snow machine ride and go kill a buffalo. That'd be the shit. It's bison. Bison. Excuse me. Uh, my wife's gonna draw the Chugach sheep. That's gonna be exciting. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. putting that into the ethos. Said, yeah, yeah, oh. okay. Just want to okay. see, make sure that happens. Okay. She's just going to kill a 43-incher and just drop the mic. Dude, I don't even if care. She can't what make she it, does. I'll identify as your wife. <laughs> 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 well, I'm going to identify as my wife. She can't make it, bro. It's like, <laughs> you can guarantee that. Remember your wife being a lot hotter oh, than that. that. What's going on here? <laughs> Next time you Google the connoisseur, it'll say women owned. <laughs> Eight A. Uh, uh, we got a lot of good shows coming up, guys. Um, we have Gary Weaver from the Salty Hunter yeah, podcast full coming up. Slate, man. We have David Brophy who's going to talk about that farewell bison float that he did oh, archery right. style coming up. We got John uh, Gadik. Gadik, I'm not sure. Uh, from the Brooks Reigns Council, we're going to talk about the no road to Ambler stuff. Um, we have some photographers coming up: Jerry Harrod, uh, Meg Smith, um, awesome girl. Uh, Brian McKinnon from Pack Back is coming in. Adam Cuttrell from uh, Cuttrell or Cuttrell from Fishhound Expedition. Uh, Tyler, another photographer. Rome Wild is this thing. Kevin from Long Range Shooters of Alaska. Um, Logan Wicken. We got tons of. So he's a snow machine guy. Yeah. Tons of things coming up. Um, if you ever April. think of somebody that uh, you know would be good for the show, shoot us a message, an email, whatever. Or if you're a listener and you got something that you want to talk about, yeah, come on, give us a call, hit us up, yeah, message, email. Um, thank you for supporting all the sponsors. Uh, we appreciate that. Thank you for the Patreon members. Um, Patreon.com/slash Alaska Wild Project. AlaskaWildProject.com for anything that you want to buy as far as hoodies and all that stuff. We did get some new stuff in. There should be some supply there. Um, we got new hats coming in, a bunch of stuff. We're always getting new stuff. Uh, anything else? Thanks for yeah. coming in tonight, Chad. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Look out for the archery athlete. I think it's going to be a cool yes. thing, and I think if we, get, if we can get a if we can get a good turnout. Mm -hmm. Billy can expand on it, and then maybe we can have some events. And we can turn it into something. Just fun and cool to do with archery. Oh, I think that's yep. amazing. And that is elite.ak on Instagram. Check for that. There'll be a flyer and a sign up and all that stuff. I'm assuming. Yep, I believe so. Right on. Mahalo to the listeners, baby. Get that hey. Hawaii plug in. <laughs> Mahalo. Mahalo. Stay and wild, uh, Alaska, yeah. right? Stay there wild. You go. Baby. How do you say stay wild in Hawaii? Stay wild. Uh, <laughs> huh? That's how they say it. How they say it? Stay wild. Oh wait, stay wild, bro. There, there we go. Stay wild, bro. I'm speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. 
Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management, providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack. Located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge, can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. The Alaska Chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org. Should you not claim to be at least his equal in prowess and act upon the claim? I say try. If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth and it's too important to be lost sight of for a moment. If we cannot beat the enemy where he now is, we never can. It is all easy if our troops march as well as the enemy, and it is unmanly.